Now broadcasting from the Next Gen Conservative Studio in sunny South Florida. Bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, uh, broadcasting live here from NGC Studios. Joined, as always, by uh, Apex Gamma, who apparently uh, I'm a little quiet on his end. No, no, you actually sound great now. From the moment you said good evening, everyone, you sounded perfect. So, um, hi, folks. Hi, Sammy. Hope everyone's had a great week and is having a good weekend. Well, glad you guys are, uh, you know, here for the show. So... Uh, welcome everyone. Welcome, Sawson. Probably not Jen. Haven't seen you in forever. Uh, so welcome back, I guess. Um, and so, yeah, we're here tonight, and, uh, man, it's been a shit show of a week, hasn't it? Um, oh boy. Yeah. It feels like every one of, I mean, you know, it's easy to forget, uh, about shit that happened three months ago, six months ago, much less a year ago, you know, uh, the chaos to just, sh- I mean, it's been shitty week after shitty week, but they seem to keep topping one another in one way or another. But yeah, it's been an inter- it's been a quite a hefty news week to say, to say the least. Uh, yeah, there's, apparently there's audio issues now. Yeah, um, so, I guess, check, check, mic check, I, I guess they can hear me. You fucking boomer. Uh, but anyway, while you fix that up, um, to, to avoid the dead. Oh, uh, okay. But no, uh, I did, and it was a joke. I did say before okay. we started talking about. Can you hear me? Or am yeah, I talking? okay, good. Now, but... now the people should be able to hear me. I'm. I uh, the other thing is, if you remember last week, I uh, I broke. I, uh, yeah, we remember you broke your mic. 
Yeah, I broke your... I broke this little mic, so I'm using this mic instead, and I had to reconfigure OBS, which I got working again. So um, very cool. But and, to address that, I did say, uh, "quote uh, I kind of unironically support the Taliban." End quote. So, and I've, I've, I've I mean, I thought that was kind of pretty obviously a joke. Yeah, but I you know I, the only thing that I support is that people, not just the Taliban, have the right to fucking rule themselves, and they don't need ours or anyone else's, you know, boots on their neck. So. Yeah, but. well, well, this is the whole thing, is right? Because th- this week has just kind of before we even dive into like the news stuff, and I I've got clips and whatnot, but the one thing that I've kind of been I wouldn't really want to say I've been dealing with, but I, I've been talking to people who uh, serve in Afghanistan, dictator Phil uh, being one of them, and. It, it's been really hard for him and other veterans I know who served in Afghanistan to have gone over there and, you know, served and then just to have, you know, 15, 20 years of, uh, you know, work just, you know, go to shit, not even in a month but in a matter of days, um, not even. People who were initially, you know, saying that this whole thing would, you know, go to shit, they were saying it would take, you know, a month, three months, six months, a year at most. Uh, I don't think anyone, certainly I didn't predict that the Taliban would just march in there and, uh, you know, it's no longer white boy summer. It's uh, it's Afghan boy summer, as uh, someone on Twitter pointed out. Well, since they're technically Caucasian, I think it still fits the rule. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, but, I guess. No, I mean, but dude, I mean, I know uh, several, uh, you know, veterans, and it's, in some of them, it's triggered like this. Uh, think I get you know like the conspiracy part of people's brains people that didn't really think much about this shit like they are going hard and they're they're losing their shit kind of but then a couple of my older friends that have served uh friends and or you know acquaintances they're kind of all over the place with their feelings because they I mean just as, as all over the place as you could imagine you know because a lot of them at least one of them specifically spent, you know, talking to him the other day at the bar. He was equally saying how he hated, you know, why we were there and we weren't, you know, he didn't like what he was doing, but it's still like, it's, you know, talking out of both sides of his mouth. Like he's proud, but like he also hated it and he didn't think we deserved to be there or wish that we should have been there. And he saw some fucked up things, but he also saw some good things. And like, yeah, we should let the Afghanis run their country, but yeah, but they need fucking, you know, so... It's pushing. What's up, Cake Boy? Howdy, gents. Oh, good evening, uh, Fat Cake. How are you doing? Doing fine. How about yourselves? Well, uh, you know, we're just, uh, it's another week in media, so, you know, there there's no lack of stuff to talk about, that's for sure. Um, probably not. Oh. 
real quick. We talking about Afghanistan? Yeah, real quick. <laughs> uh, in the chat, probably not Jen says, my husband went to Afghanistan many times. He lost best friends. It's really, really tough. His feelings are all all over the place. Well, to... Uh, there you go, right. Yeah, exactly. First off, to, to Mr. To... To probably not Jen's husband, uh, you know, thank you for your service. And, uh, you know, yeah, I've I, that was kind of, I, I talked to uh, Dictator Phil on Wednesday night. We kind of did like a Wednesday night podcast, and he was saying the same thing. Like his, his emotions are just all over the place because, um, you know, the reason why we went, we went in there was kind of convoluted uh, at times, but you know, people still went in and people still sacrificed limbs and you know, in some cases life too. So, um, indeed, but anyway, um, yeah. What do you got? You got a, you got some hot takes, Keck boy. What do you think? About, about Afghanistan. Yeah, just uh, yeah. I mean, Afghan. Yeah, in general, I suppose. Well, I'll just say Afghanistan now. Only one. Well, I don't know if I can say it's one word or two words, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Cluster fuck. That I yeah. mean, yeah. The, the title of this episode is the Afghan snafu situation normal all fucked up. And, um, I mean, I think that's pretty, I think that's pretty accurate in the, in this case. Um, what's interesting to me is how even Biden's like hardcore supporters now are starting to turn against him on this that is i i wouldn't really say it's fascinating but i can't think of, of another word to uh to say and you know just like you and i have tweeted all week apex well at least there are no more mean tweets right so uh, yeah well, hey uh, margaret you voted for you voted out the guy who did mean tweets. Mm-hmm. That's what they focused on instead of just the guy who who. I mean, Trump had his faults, but at least the one guy that he he, he at least he fought to get shot. And the one thing that he really did well was, in his own words, bomb the shit out of terrorists. Well, not just that, but if you think about it, we didn't really get into any major wars or conflicts under. Um, you know that, that no not only you know we no, no, you're no, right you can't say that ambiguously like he broke a 40 something year streak of you know new presidents starting foreign conflicts he was the first president in i don't remember how many presidents but i think it was like 40 something years to not start a new foreign conflict right so within uh, yeah. so within all of our lifetimes here in this chat and Probably even in the live chat, I would would assume he's been the only president to not start any conflict. Uh, which well, is, I mean, he started conflict for sure, but it was all you know for a purpose. He didn't start any armed conflict. That's what I what I was right, just saying. He didn't right. start any actual wars. I mean, 
and and now and now we might be going we might be going back into the, what's what's even more kind of funny to me is the fact that Biden is trying to pull us out supposedly and yet we're going to be sending more troops in to help us get out so it's like what were we even doing pulling out in the first place well yeah let's not get bogged or uh, i know you got uh clips and shit i don't want to get too bogged down too early i but, just you know well you said you wanted to get general go ahead, Fet, go ahead yeah well i want to is there if i give out my thoughts on the whole afghan situation sure i, I literally asked for them so okay uh, yeah all right It'll take me a little bit, but I mean, the moment we got Bin Laden, we won that war, basically. O Obama had a chance with some political capital. After he got Bin Laden, after the SEALs got Bin Laden, he could, that would have been the year for him to get out of Afghanistan, and he would have got a lot of praise for it. You know what I mean? And we didn't have to be there. He fucked up by pulling out Iraq. He should have got out of Afghanistan after getting Bin Laden instead of Iraq. I mean, Iraq... Back then, it was getting kind of sta stable a little bit, you know? But now, we've been there too long. A few hundred more American deaths and wasting more money. All just for the CIA to get more of that opium and start using it to poison people around the world, making that money. Well, you know, we actually, they moved away from the opium and started using Chinese fentanyl around, uh, just during the Obama era. You can see the, the correlation uh, so that, that's I think that's part of the reason that they've been they've been so willing to just fucking say fuck it because they've got all the Chinese fentanyl that they could want. Yeah, but I mean, we should have got out of Afghanistan ten years ago, and you know it it would have been a, a bright spot on the on Obama's presidential resume, you know. But I mean, what we got out of Afghanistan is like a lot of. There are movies and there are books about certain conflicts in Afghanistan, you know. And I did I posted a Twitter, posted a uh, post on Twitter about top five historical moments in Afghanistan, you know, like certain battles or whatever. I mean, there are some others, but these are like one second thing, like certain events in Afghanistan. Like one is the Battle of Takagar, also known as Roberts Ridge, you know, where you hear the you refer to the this um, combat Air Force combat controller John Chapman got a Medal of Honor after he was a, almost a bit left for dead by the SEAL Team Six, but he was alive and he fought against the the uh, Taliban. I mean, y'all can Google all this shit. I'm telling you. Uh, the other one would be number two would be the assassination of Pat Tillman by our own government, no less. And Number three would be Operation Red Wings, you know, aka the Lone Survivor. And so it, if you you can find this out by watching that Mark Wahlberg movie or read the book Lone Survivor. And number four would be the the Bin Laden raid. And number five is the shoot down of Extortion 17, which there was like over 30 Navy SEALs that were killed in there. And ever since then, it's been a lot of conspiracies. And there's a lot of shit coming out going. The black box, like the black box in that Chinook was missing. Uh, they say there was bullets, bullets inside the 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 bodies of the seals. Like something happened in there, and the military just covered covered it up, and no, no matter no, and the 
the seals were cremated. They were they were not supposed to be cremated, but all the bodies were cremated by the military. So that I've ordered a documentary about it, and I'm about to watch it at some point and you know see what it is because man, I, it, it, I, this whole global war on terror just pretty much shows that our military has done a lot of fuckery for the last 20 years. For a lot longer you know? than that. Yeah, no longer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, a lot longer than that. Yeah, yeah. no longer than that. Like. For example, did you do you know that we still got POWs in Vietnam? Most of them probably didn't know, but we still got POWs there that we have just abandoned. Uh, that can't be true because Vietnam is uh, an ally now. Oh well, the thing is, though, if they're not in Vietnam, then I've read reports that they have probably been taken over, taken to the Soviet Union. I mean, who's also, you know tacit ally at this point but uh they're never gonna say that i don't mean to be rude uh keck boy but i don't want to trail off we gotta I try to be the co-host here we need to move on to the actual whatever we're going to be talking about tonight right. instead of just the you know, right afghanistan right, I, I, that's just a little side note i just want to say you know anyway go on i'm sorry yeah, I, you're good. You're no, good. no i i appreciate it um yeah, I mean, so I, I, I'm not going to play the whole thing, but there was a clip of uh, Biden on Good Morning America, and, and apparently this is what his base is starting to, to turn, uh, or I guess this was the spark that, uh, you know, kind of caused some of his previous supporters to start turning on him, because he said he he did not expect you know, now he's saying he did not expect uh, the withdrawal without without chaos, even though just like two months ago he said, uh, yeah, it'll be fine. So, U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan. Trump had some sort of plan to get us out of Afghanistan in a dignified way, and Biden just said, fuck those plans, we're doing it my way. Can you guys, can you guys hear that? Well, I don't think Keck was watching. I am. He was also defiant, insisting we had to get out now, admitting no mistakes. Back in July, you said a Taliban takeover was highly unlikely. Was the intelligence wrong, or did you downplay it? There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You didn't put a timeline out when you said it was highly unlikely. You just said flat out it's highly unlikely the Taliban would take over. Yeah. Well, the question was whether or not it, the idea that the Taliban would take over was premised on the notion that the uh, that somehow the 300,000 troops we had trained and equipped was going to just collapse. They were going to give up. I don't think anybody anticipated that. Senator McConnell said it was a predictable that the Taliban was going to take over. Well, by the end of the year, it said that that was a real possibility. But no one said it was going to take over then when it was being asked. When you look at what's happened over the last week, was it a failure of intelligence, planning, execution, or judgment? Look, I don't think it was a failure. Look, it was a simple choice, George. When the Taliban, uh, let me back it, put it another way. When you had the government of Afghanistan, the leader of that government, get in the plane. Okay, so I do want to point out real quick, Biden almost said it's not a failure, even though it it is. And that's what people are kind of, I guess, seizing on, 
is the fact that by you said a lot more than that buddy but uh yeah taking off and going to another country when you saw the significant collapse of the uh, afghan troops we had trained up to 300,000 of them just leaving their equipment and, and, and taking off that was you know i'm not this is that that's what happened that's simply what happened so the question was that that's simply what happened joe you were saying a month ago that they were like tip in tip top shape that they weren't going to uh you know falter at all and now you're just saying nah it's just what happens and and by the way i i i do want to point out i i love how now we can call uh biden the or the orange man yeah orange orange man has fucking returned buddy yep L- listen listen here jack I don't know what the I don't know what to spray on my skin, but uh, you know it uh, uh, makes me look great for the for the for the cameras. You see, good. I I I'm I'm Joe Biden and I I'm I'm running for Congress. In the beginning, the the threshold question was, do we commit to leave within the time frame was set? We extended it to September first, or do we put significantly more troops in? I hear people say, well, you had 2,500 folks in there and nothing was happening. You know, there, there wasn't any war. But guess what? The fact was that the reason it wasn't happening is the last president negotiated a year earlier that he'd be out by May 1st and that the return, there'd be no attack on American. Say his name. Say his name, Joe. Say his name. Come on. You can do it. That's what was done. That's why nothing was happening. But the idea, if I had said, I had a simple choice. If I had said, we're going to stay, then we better be prepared to put a whole hell of a lot more troops but in. But your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. That, that, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. They didn't tell you that they wanted troops to stay? No, not, at, not in terms of whether we were going to get out in a time frame. Uh, yes, they did. They mo- they most certainly did as it's come out. All troops. They didn't argue against that. So no one no one told your military advisors did not tell you no we should just keep twenty five hundred troops it's been a stable situation for the last several years we can do that we can continue to do that. No no one said that to me that I can recall. Look, George, the reason why it's been stable for a year is because the last president said we're leaving. And here's the deal I want to make with you, Taliban. We're agreeing to leave if you agree not to attack us between now and the time we leave on May the 1st. Plus, in two months after I elected to office, I was sworn in, all of a sudden, I have a May 1 deadline. I have a May 1 deadline. I got one of two choices. Do I say we're staying? And do you think we would not have to put a hell of a lot more troops? We had, a, we had hundreds, we had tens of thousands of troops there before. Tens of thousands. Do you think we would have would have just said no problem? Don't worry about it. We're not going to attack anybody. We're okay. In the meantime, the Taliban was taking territory all throughout the country in the north and down in the south in the Pashtun area. So would you have withdrawn troops like this even if President Trump had not made that deal with the Taliban? I would have tried to figure out how to withdraw those troops. Yes. 
Because look, George, there is no they call, time call Jack. to leave Afghanistan. 15 years ago would have been a problem. 15 years from now. The basic choice is, am I going to send your sons and your daughters to war in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan, in perpetuity? No one can name for me a time when this would end. And what, 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 what constitutes defeat of the Taliban? What constitutes defeat? Would we have left then? Let's say they, they, they surrender like before. Okay. Do we leave then? Uh, again, a good, a good time. Oh God, look at that uh, steel shot right there. I mean, again, a good, a good one. A good time to have left uh, would have been, would have been after uh, Bin Laden got killed. But you know, uh, and also someone, I, I know that someone either uh, watching this now or someone on the reply probably saw and is going to, to, to make a Biden meme out of that that is just too good <laughs> he doesn't know where he is let alone who he is he he really and and that's what that's what people are starting to say too like even even the people are saying holy holy shit maybe this guy does have uh dementia and whatnot uh also I don't know if you guys can see this, but look at the ratio here on YouTube, uh, guys. A thousand for, for those listening, yeah, a thousand likes to four point seven dis four point seven thousand dislikes. Oof, two hundred nineteen thousand views. That is, yeah, that is that is rough. Uh, you know. And I, I suppose that's all domestic, uh, you know, terrorists, but, uh, you know, okay, Trump supporters, but I mean, there's a lot to uh, unpack here. So Apex, what are, what's your kind of reaction to this whole thing? Well, uh, I mean, I've been seeing a lot of people giving Biden praise for the way he's been handling some of this Afghanistan thing where he's taken kind of the I haven't watched all of very much of it actually because I've just been too busy um, and lost with all the other fucking news going on but um, it's basically that they're like well this is you know Trump should have done this like fuck it he's you know he's basically answering all of whatever questions he's you know been screened for that he you know well fuck those afghanis like not really that hard on it but like it's not our problem we shouldn't be worrying about it and we shouldn't be but they're clearly a more tactful way to go about it uh more strategic and less harmful to all of the way across the board but um i mean you know i saw a big hubbub about biden um, canceling a Trump era something, something about remove, you know, like emergency removal of civilians or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Military. Well, and I, how short people's memories are, because just last year, when COVID popped up, it was a major fucking story that Trump killed some program that was Obama era, that was um, 
force, you know, some sort of uh, rapid response, um, you know, infectious disease, something. Or I can't remember the fucking details, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. It's not uncommon. It's not at all uncommon for this to happen, which is why it's another reason to an go. Why does every president kill some major thing that ends up being really important? Seems unnecessary all the years it's in place until all of a sudden it's not unnecessary you know right um but i mean i i like everyone else have a ton of things to say about it but none of them are really that they're not really hot takes <laughs> they're just uh it's just kind of duh sort of like no shit yeah i mean I, know, I mean i find one of the things i find most entertaining out of all of this is poor old camel toe harris and her, her recent body language uh, she's uh she's clearly uncomfortable yeah and uh, smile can, can i say something looking at this image here of biden's face do you think the democrats are just now realizing how much they have fucked themselves by picking this old fart uh oh yeah and worst of all picking that that fucking bitch kamala as his vp well i mean are they? They're are they that dumb? I'm convinced they're dumb. Well, it's it's not even actually, that, but they're really stupid as hell. It, it's not even that. It's not even that they're dumb. That they're dumb. What it is is there was the there was the narrative that orange right orange man is is bad. Orange man is so bad. We have to do whatever ever we can to. Uh, you know, to get rid of bad orange yeah, orange man, That's right? Right. And yeah. and now yeah. that and now that the orange uh, bad man is gone, they have nothing. They have nothing left to le- legitimately to complain about. Now, you have you have idiots like Keith Olbermann who Keith Olber Olbermann. I I mean, Keith Olbermann is a homosexual. <laughs> well, yeah, and. Our friend Wet Sandwich has a lot more to say about uh, Keith Olbermann things that probably shouldn't be repeated on uh, on a podcast. But uh, he was he was trying to do like mental gymnastics, like, well, if Trump hadn't signed that thing la- last year with the Taliban, then none of this would have happened. And so he, you know, there are those out there who are still trying to do the g- mental gymnastics of. This isn't Biden's fault. This is Trump's fault. And it's like Trump's been out of office for six, seven months now. Uh, Eight months. Biden scrapped his pl- Biden scrapped his plan to get out of Afghanistan in order to implement his own. So, you know, what are you guys complaining about? You got what you paid for. So, yep. well, no, I think we're seeing with a lot of these people, um, because, you know, we're all aware of the the bias against Trump. And you were just speaking to it, Sam, where so many people effectively normies, just a lot of young people, too, but older people, including some of my family members, were whipped into such a frenzy that Trump was the worst human like there is literally anything would be better they were they were con- convinced of that by not only the negative press towards trump but the positive press towards fucking literally everything else that he didn't you know 
touch or speak about positively. Uh, so now those somewhat, you know, not completely brain dead, uh, but, you know, uh, excuse you, um, thank you. Not completely brain dead human beings left in this fucking country that are, that you know just didn't really care about politics, but it was fucking everywhere in the video games they played, the movies they watched, uh, etc. Especially the news, and God forbid you have a friend that or a family member that was politically inclined, because that's all you fucking heard about during Trump's you know tenure. Uh, so yeah, some of them are waking up and going, oh. Oh fuck! It could be a lot worse, actually. And you know, they're—it's quote you know red pilling, I guess is the term. A lot of people that weren't um, and wouldn't have been otherwise. But I—I'm afraid it's too little, too late in some regards. But as I've said re repeatedly for over a year now, no matter how bad it looks, I really do have, a, um, a, you know, white pilled level of hope for at least the american spirit and if not the human spirit across the the globe entirely it's not going not not that it's going to go smoothly or easily and people aren't going to suffer but i think uh i still hold out hope for for that anyway Sorry yeah ramble well, no well, I, uh, I go would, ahead sam i would i would kind of i would kind of agree i would kind of agree with this and i mean i, I think a lot of people on the on the right are kind of doing the 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 cringy thing of oh well this means that Trump is going to get back into office automatically in 2024 and I I wouldn't necessarily say that that's a foregone conclusion but I mean hopefully this I'm I'm less concerned about like Trump getting back into office and more concerned with the fact that people are starting to just wake up and get this shit show you know that this actually is a shit show, even after Trump's gone. So kind of like what Apex was just saying. So anyway, you were saying, Keck Boy. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just saying that the Democrats are they're in a shitty situation. They're like, oh man, this this bumbling old fuck fucked up Afghanistan. But then they looked at come on like oh god if we get rid of him we'll have to put her in oh god she's a bitch so they're in a so they're in a mess <laughs> I was just fine fine like hey you brought us up you could have got Tulsi Gabbard as VP and nobody would have complained about that but instead you had to go with a bitch that nobody voted for well real well, smooth dipshits well yeah and I mean and I even I even said to someone on Twitter and in, in DMs I said as much as I don't like Biden because some people are even talking on the Democrat side are talking about impeaching uh, Biden now and, you know, having him resign. And I mean, at this point, I am at, at the point where, you know, as much as I dislike Joe Biden, I would rather have his, uh, you know, uh, you know, kind of stumbling and mumbling geriatric, uh, you know, not quite dead yet corpse uh, to be in the Oval Office rather than Kamala, who's just, uh, you know, she's batshit crazy. And power hungry. Yeah. Uh, well, so um, we're going to finish anyway. this interview. You got something else, Sammy? Oh, yeah. Not I'm just curious about that because again, it's so easy for us to just go. It's it's not inter not that entertaining for people. 
you got to keep it fresh. Move from. Yeah, I, mean, I always start comment about next year's election. Okay. I, I don't. If know. You, when it, go ahead. I mean, I don't really have anything more to say on uh, the Afghanistan thing. At least, uh, you know, not in regards uh, to this. You know, other than the fact that, like, you've been seeing a lot of images too of, you know, uh, this is being compared to the collapse of Vietnam, of Saigon. Yeah, Saigon, Vietnam. And uh, yeah, well, I think it's worse. Oh yeah, it's it's. Well, I want to ask you. All right, here's a here's a question about Afghanistan, and I want you guys to answer. Did our men and women who fought in Afghanistan, did they die for nothing? Um, well, that I imagine that depends. But uh, they were there for a purpose that was unjust, generally speaking. But I don't think that all of them died for no reason. I think that human beings are still individuals and they can do good things in, in bad situations. I don't know that uh, I don't know every every soldier's situation. Every, you know, everyone that died. Um, I, I'd say I would argue that a lot of them died for their um, their fellow soldier. So no, they didn't die for for nothing. But I mean, I like uh, to think that they have done something positive in Afghanistan. You know, I think we. I hope we have done some good there. Oh, and I've recently read an article that the. Um, the anti-Taliban resistance that's going on in Afghanistan, they have taken, they have liberated three provinces, three territories from the Taliban. You know, which I think is good. It's like, good, let the Afghan people fight for their country, you know. And if we have to help them, use special forces or an airstrikes. And that's just it, really. Yeah. Well, uh, that, though, it, it should be the Afghan people's choice to fight. Yeah. I mean, and for some, for, and for the Afghan people, I can understand why they some would choose Taliban because look what we're trying to teach it. We're trying to promote degeneracy, you know, uh, turn our turning their kids into trannies, um, feminism, um, all this communist woke tart LGBT barbecue bullshit. That's you know, it's been poisoning our country. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh yeah. Well, that well, that's that that is the other funny thing. Is... We're trying to feed feed the Afghan people. So I read the article. They're trying to teach the Afghans how to grow soy. They're trying to feed soy into them. And the Afghans told the U.S. military, "Go screw yourselves." Well, we're not. We don't want soy. Well, it's it's funny that you bring that up. I don't I don't have the article in front of me, but I I do believe that there was like one. There was one State Department official that was saying, uh, well, we would ask that the Taliban be friendly to, uh, you know, women and uh, members of the LGBT community. And it's like, clearly you guys don't know who you're talking to. That culture just doesn't exist yeah. over there at all. Oh, so Yeah. And I just saw an article put up by Breitbart saying that the Taliban set a woman on fire because she was bad at cooking. I apparently, apparently they were, they were having a woman cook them some food, and this woman's food was so bad they just set her ass on fire. I was like, based. <laughs> I I saw that, and uh, yeah, where 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 are the feminists now? That's what I wanna. 
That's what I want to know. Um, oh, I know. If there's one thing feminists hates, it's other women. Yeah. That's why they don't say that because they hate other women. Well, and the, more than they hate men. Well, and the the other ex- they hate real women. They don't hate other women. They hate, they love other women that share their ideology. Well, and they hate real women. Well, and the the other thing too is is whenever you bring whenever you bring up the Middle East, they just say, "Oh, it's just cultural. It's just cultural differences." Yeah, well, Uh-oh. women should stay Over the there. women should stay the fuck out of politics anyway. So good for them for not knowing what the fuck's going on. That's that's right. Yeah, hot hot take hot take by Apex. So not really. Well, not well, not to you or I, but to but like, I'm sure you just triggered some normie somewhere, which I is sure hope so. which is fucking good because I love I love normie tears. But anyway, uh, enough about uh, any, I guess, any final thoughts on Afghanistan? Because I have another uh, story that I think is kind of funny. Uh, oh, yeah, the Lord Miles. Uh, I don't know if you guys were are aware of that. The Lord Miles story, the uh, British British kid... Um, that went to Afghanistan. I went there on vacation. Yeah, well, not not on vacation. He went to do like some charity work, but he went there specifically because he's like not afraid of danger, and he was posting on 4chan the whole time. I saw his interview on Count Dankula, uh, Count Dankula's backup channel, I believe. It's pretty pretty cool story. He's very he's like a devout Catholic. Um, and he's, he's all smiles. Pretty cool. That's a pretty cool story. If you guys aren't familiar with that, check out. Uh, Lord Miles in Afghanistan. That's the final thought that I have for this evening, Sam, on Afghanistan. I predict there'll be a movie about that kid and his experience in Afghanistan. Hold, 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 hold wait, wait, hold. What did you just say? I said I predict there will be a movie about that guy. Okay. You, you said it so fast. I thought you were doing an Apu impression. No. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I was just saying. I watched. They don't make a movie about that kid. Okay, Sammy. Um, I, I guess my final thoughts on, uh, you know, Afghanistan is, uh, you know, to all rats who served over there, thank you for your service. Um, you know, in, in regards to uh, Fat Kickboy's question of, you know, was it worth it? Uh, I don't really think that we, I don't really think that we, I I hate to use this answer because it's a cop-out, but I don't really think we'll know for sure what the end result is because we're still in the midst of this whole collapse. So I think it's, I think it's foolish to, I mean, you can have ideas, but to set, you know, set yourself like Firm, this is going to happen. I think that's dangerous, like at any point in time for anything, really. Especially the more complicated the issue, and this is very complicated in ways we just we don't even have the means to understand because we're not there, you know. But sorry. I mean, I, I yeah, I think uh, you are absolutely right, uh, Gamma. Uh, my turn. Is it my turn? The same out the final thoughts. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I thought you did. Okay. Well, go ahead. No. okay. I just want to say is, 
we all agree that we should have got out of Afghanistan 10 years ago. However, despite that, you know, we should thank our service members, you know, for their service. And only time will tell if it was all if it was all for something or if it was for nothing. And as far as what happens to Afghanistan in the future, I don't know. I just hope something good comes out of it. All we can do is pray that we get our own American citizens out of there, you know, as soon as possible. Because everybody else is doing it, but we ain't. What the fuck? Yeah. All right. What else we got, Sammy? Well, Apex, Apex, I found something on your Twitter timeline that actually actually led me to uh, something that I think is... uh, funny but not not in the way that you might think it's funny but it, it's it's hilarious to me uh, at least um so let me so you, what you're what you're saying is you you found a joke that i found and you found a joke in my joke that i'm probably not is gonna think is funny because it's right is that what you just said to me I mean, you. I mean, I mean, you might think you might think it's you might think it's funny. I I just I just shared the. A kick boy, are you holding your mic next to me or something, brother? Uh, uh, hang on, uh, hang on a sec. What's let me see what time it is. Oh, guys, I'm about to head. I'm about to head on to bed. I'll talk to you next time, okay? Y'all fellas, Later. have a good night, okay? All right, we well we appreciate you popping by. So no problem. See you next time. Peace and chicken wings. All right. Uh, wow. Okay, so you found something in my timeline. We're just gonna move right along. I don't want to be mean. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So for the audience that uh is listening to this, uh. Apex tweeted earlier, uh, timeline poetry. And, uh, below that is, is, uh, is, uh, a tweet from, uh, someone saying blackface. But then below that, here's what's funny. The LA Times wrote a headline, and I am going to get into this, uh, saying, Larry Elder is the face of is the black face of white supremacy. You've been warned. <laughs> now That is just fucking that is just mwah. Thank now, you, LA Times. Now that that as someone who has actually met Larry Elder, that is whole Hold hey, well on, time out, time out. They're complaining about the volume being low. Did you do something again? Um Oh, you sound fine to me, but hold on. I um uh... Okay. I should be My mic is all the way up. So things should be good now. That sounded good. I'm, I mean, I'm listening back and it sounds fine. I don't know what the, they, they maybe they're fucking with us. Anyway, c- go ahead. God G- guys the volume isn't my problem; it's your problem. <laughs> uh, no, you gotta, you gotta get way more in it. <laughs> the fucking troll, ban that fucking guy. No. Yeah. I can't. Anyway, yeah. So. I can't yeah. Hear. So it, it. 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I can't even do that guy's voice anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, so the poetry here is Gahul uh, at Ghoul underscore two, T-W-O. Uh, he tweeted out blackface in all capital letters, hashtag SmackDown. I'm assuming that's some sort of wrestling shit. I don't know, yes. nor do I care. Yes, it is. But immediately under that is the libs of TikTok uh, account, you know, saying posting this headline from LA Times. This is Larry Elder is the blackface of fucking white supremacy. You've been warned. So blackface smackdown. Larry Elder's the blackface of white supremacy. Smackdown. Bam. They, you know, it's yeah. That shit's funny. But you the, had you had a bit you wanted to do the, to that. Well, not just that that bit, but the whole the whole headline, the whole the whole concept that. They're calling Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy is hilarious to me in how well, just utterly uh, insane that you have to be to come to that conclusion. And I have you actually read the article because I have I have not. And it is I have not. It's a uh, it is a doozy. Uh, is it? Oh, that's incredible. But I before we. Before we move on, I actually have a little anecdote. Yeah, go ahead. Related to that that sort of headline, um, my IRL friend, who you know, and I don't want to reference any further. They're apparently they've been listening to these shows, but ah, um, yes, I know exactly they, who you're talking about now. I I was sending them videos of of Larry Elders and articles of his and stuff for a while there, and I was, I, I mean, they. I forget the exact way they worded it, but it was effectively that uh, Larry Elder is the epitome or the pinnacle or something like that, like the apex of Uncle Tom's, like the textbook definition of Uncle Tom. And then like elaborated, uh, maybe I'm, I may, I may be blowing it up a little further, but I, I got this, the same kind of message with different words from this person. They had the same kind of idea. Like he's uh you know, he's he's the perfect you know, Uncle Tom, quote unquote. Although that's a, you know, clearly a misrepresentation of the character Uncle, you know, in the book. Uh original book. But yes, yeah. So you have the article, you say. Do you have any choice snippets? Yeah, I uh yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing is they they say you have you have been warned on on the uh, on the headline. You've been warned. He's the black face of white supremacy. Like, watch the fuck out. So okay, you know what? So realistically, let's let's like let's zoom out a little bit here. What the L.A. Times is saying is that black people can be white supremacists. Yes. So who the fuck? Who the fuck else? Who else? Who else might be one of them now? <laughs> Holy shit! They're opening the floodgates, dude. <laughs> uh, 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 this is see, and this is why it's so funny because now it's like, now it's like, who isn't a white supremacist? And now we have, you know, we have some congressmen who want to label, you know, white supremacy, and you know. Trump people as domestic terrorists, right? By this logic, a lot of black people are going to be, uh, you know, terrorists well, that, and yeah, white supremacists. Maybe, 
maybe that's part of the point. Maybe this is just moving the you know moving another piece on the board. You know what I mean? Because if they use a prominent black dude, somebody they can parade in front of all the normies and you know shift people's. They've already got this hardcore. Anybody, you know, all white people are bad. Um, and that yeah yeah. I mean I don't know man. I feel like I I had something there, but anyway, go ahead. This this thing is just gold from the uh, from the the headline, Larry. From the beginning of the article, let me do a good dramatic reading. <clears throat> Larry Elder smiled the smug smile of a black conservative, who could very well be the ne- who could very well be liberal California's next governor. Ooh, so smug. Uh, where do you start with the damage Gavin Newsom have done to the state that we both love? He leaned forward to gauge across the room of, of white Republicans who had come to hear him speak in Orange County. Uh, rising crime? It's because of this phony narrative that the police are engaging in systematic racism and cops are pulling back, Elder said. When you reduce... The possibility of a bad guy getting caught, getting convicted, and getting incarcerated. Guess what? Crime goes up. Again, this is a no shit, you know, uh, statement. Yeah, well, by the way, yeah, by the way, for those listening in the podcast version, those were all, that was all in quotes there from, uh, Elder. Where do you start with the damage? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quotes of Larry Elders. But yeah, that's no shit. But, but uh, yeah, they're they're quoting Larry Elder here in the very beginning of the article as it's as though it's some sort of gotcha, is what it seems so far, right? Yeah, but and see, this is this is a uh, I guess this is a white supremacist talking point. Uh, then and then another smug smile. This one is even is even more smug than the last. So apparently, if I give a smug smile. That's like a white supremacist symbol now, apparently. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I have not seen it explicitly stated that that's the case. They're just saying that he's smug, like he uh, he's even more smug, which smug in and of itself is a derogatory in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. But, well, uh, yeah. I, 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 remember, I remember when Obama was being smug, they were kind of like, hey, Obama's smug, but he's still kind of cool, so... Uh, quote, can you say duh, end quote, from an elder. Uh, now here's the call, now here's the columnist. I won't lie. Few things infuriate me more than watching a black person use willful blindness and cherry pick facts to make overly simplistic arguments that whitewash the complex problem that come along with being black in America. And throughout his career as a radio host, as a talking head for Fox News, and now a gubernatorial candidate, Elder has made a point of doing just that, usually with a lot of taunting and toddler-like name-calling of his ideological enemies in the process. Now, I want to point out uh, that in the chat, uh, Laura said that she thought that Larry Elder was kind of a liberal at first because 
he came up because she thought he was too nice when she first started listening. Oh, hey, you know what, though? You know what? Both uh, Ghost of... I'm sorry to cut you off, but uh, Ghost Nicola, what's up, bro? And um, Laura in the chat point out that when old Sandman was just smiling smugly in that fucking drunk idiot fucking retard bashing a drum in his face... Everybody called him that that smile was specifically somehow racist because he was smiling. So I guess you, you were onto something that I didn't uh, I wasn't thinking at the time. Sorry about that. No, that no, that that is that is a good point, though. Um, that is a good point, Laura. So, yeah, I mean, he's getting he's getting the uh, Sandman treatment here. Um, let's see. Back to the article. Uh, let's see. As a longtime uh, political consultant, somebody, uh, Laurel Elder goes out of his way to be to be at odds with the leadership in the black community and at odds with the thinking in the black community. So essentially, what he's saying, and essentially what this guy is saying, and or girl, I guess, and oddly, the LA Times here is kind of proving. Elder's whole point is if is if you're not a Democrat, if you're not a lefty, you're against, you're racist and you're against your own kind, which isn't that racist in and of itself. Uh, of course it is, dude. So much that this that's another thing. So much of this fucking oh, excuse me. Um, so much of the policies and the talking points from the the liberal public as well as politicians and corporate and shit. It's all incredibly racist. Like at its, it's really fucking racist, like critical race theory and shit, you know, I mean all the way down the line, but anyway, so I I'm, I'm scrolling through this because I don't want to read. Hold on. I I see a, a, hold on. Stop where yeah, we're scroll back down right where your cursor is that he is. I want to read. Right there, because I don't know what that is, but it looks interesting. Scroll down a little bit more so I can see the next paragraph. Okay, good. All right, so, quote, he is a danger, a clear and a present danger, end quote. Uh, uh, Melina Abdullah, <laughs> co-founder of Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. Can you imagine? Can you imagine how she would be terribly afraid of Larry Elder, who says, grow the fuck up, pull your pants up, and get a fucking job? Jesus Christ! And also that perhaps that perhaps black teenagers having strong male role models actually would be a good good idea. Yeah, that's a black young men having structure and like father figures in their in their lives now. Yeah, that's a racist. uh, That's a white supremacist talking point. Point. So uh, there. The, the very next two, the very next two paragraphs here. It, it's not that uh, it's not just that Elder would be a Trump fanboy Republican trying to uh, run a state dominated by Democrats, or that he has zero experience uh, in elected office and clearly doesn't have the temperament for governance. Uh, uh, in in brackets or in you know whatever parentheses, he can't even take questions from journalists. Uh, there's a link there. And then the next, it's it's that perhaps out of spite or perhaps out of an insatiable need for attention, Elder opposes every single public policy uh, idea that is supported by black people uh, to help black people. 
So that, that's fucking... Anyway, uh, th- this has been true for decades, but it's particularly problematic given uh, the racial reckoning following the murder of George Floyd. So I think that is incredibly fucking... That's bullshit, the way they word that right there. Supported by black people to help black people. You think maybe because a black person doesn't support it, that it's doesn't is not supported by black people because maybe he thinks all this shit that's set in place, all this, you know, what's called systemic racism is really systemic classism, you know, pressing downward on the lowest on the rungs. And, you know, unfortunately, it has been uh, people of um, racial minorities and not just this country, but others as well, because they're the lowest on the rungs. But in this country, at least they had a better chance than anywhere else to rise above that right but that's i can't think of the fucking word but it's like it's not gaslighting but the way they word that opposing every single public policy idea that's supported by black people to help black people like every black person on the in the country he's 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 against all of them is the way that's worded which is bad fucking journalism yeah, that but why we're not surprised by that. We're 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 not we're not surprised by any of the, any of this. We're we're reading we're reading this for the lulls and just how ridiculous it is. The other thing I would like to know is um he says but but it's particularly problematic give the racial rec- reckoning following the murder of George Floyd. Um, yeah. What what exactly was the racial what exactly was the racial reckoning apex? Because I have, I have black friends and none of them have mentioned anything like a racial, uh, you know, the, mo- Ooh, we got, we got royalty in the chat for another, another stream in a row. Oh, what's up, Semper? Oh, my friend. Shoot. Uh, Semper's <laughs> in the house. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, but the reckoning was that the media, and corporations and and the machine and all the fucking the people moving the gears whipped everybody of any sort of ethnical ethical ethnic background into a goddamn frenzy that's the reckoning that you know that they that happened they you know you know what i'm saying they whipped emotionally vulnerable youth and some older people as well into um, a fucking frenzy. Mostly rich white kids, but by the, by the way, I, I should say, like not even. I'm sure there were there were some black, but a, a lot of the, a lot of like the TikTokers that what were like doing George Floyd, uh, you know, like, you know, support videos or whatever. Um, Semper, we're in we're in Sammy's Discord, not the, not a Zoom link. Oh, Sorry to cut you off. Oh, oh, does does someone want to come in and shoot the shit with us? He just so could... he just said he said send me a zoom zoom link, Sam. So I was just instead of typing it, which I already typed into the chat too. I'm just saying it into the stream. Oh, I I can, I I'm pretty sure that Semper is in my Discord, but I can send him the, I can send him the invite link real, real quick for that. If uh, yeah, you. Uh, let me make let me make sure he is 
Oh. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, oh, I was muted. Sorry. Was, sorry, chat. I was saying some very entertaining things that you'll never hear me repeat because. Haha. Uh, yeah, no, I don't see him in your Discord. I, somebody just sent you the link. Shame on you, bro. How could you? I, He's I, in my Discord. I didn't. Fuck. I didn't invite him. Maybe, maybe he left or something. I know that there were. I know that people did leave my. Uh... Oh, you know what? It might have been the one that got nuked that he was in. But I, I, I just sent you an invite, Semper. So, uh, feel free to, feel free to come in. Does he need a? Does he need a? He says he's in your Discord, but I don't think he is. I you get a new Discord and not tell me. Ah, there I, he is. Hi, sir. I got one like I got one after my uh, after my uh, not old account got nuked. So. Because my entire thing got, uh, you know. Oh, so the server that I've been staring at for like months now is uh, is a dead server. Yeah, yeah, it appears th so. yeah. This one is this one is the new and improved one. But I don't, I don't really hang out much in this one. I hang out in your in yours uh, a lot actually. So should hang out in mine more, but I, I don't know. It's the problem with Discord is there's so much activity that I have to turn off my uh, like everybody else in the known universe. I have to turn off my uh, my notifications because otherwise the spirit animal gets pissed because it interferes with YouTube kids. And uh, so I have to uh, I have to shut down notifications. If I don't get notifications, then, you know, my ADHD just says, OK, you're forgetting this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I turn I turn off everything but directly ats, you know what I mean, and all the service. So if someone ats me on Discord, then I'll get a notification. But I still try to pop in and check them. But at this point, I'm in so fucking many of them. Uh, I try to I'm good on Twitter. Like I get my Twitter for notifications. So yeah. <laughs> if you DM me on Twitter, I usually respond pretty quick. But I've gotten good with my studio being in my house now. I've gotten good with just keeping my Discord up and being able to see when people message me, so I don't go like 15 days and go, "Oh shit, dude, sorry." Well, well, and to to be fair, in the spirit animal's defense, that that the the sound that Discord makes uh, can get pretty annoying, uh, <laughs> you know, af after a while. So she might actually be ahead of uh, us on, uh, on that. So um, hey, are we are we talking about how black white supremacists are worse than white white supremacists that the la times was saying yeah hell yeah dude yes like the most racist thing i've ever heard anyone say <laughs> that that black white supremacists are might be worse than white white supremacists yeah uh, i think that they are and they're and they're warning you yeah <laughs> we've been warned could you imagine being a 20 year old white little non-binary blue check mark that writes that article talking about how a black person is a black white supremacist and it's worse than white white supremacist? Yeah, Sammy, can you scroll back up and see who wrote this and see if we can pull up some socials on this person? Yeah. It has to be a black person, right? It has it ha to be. I would argue that it's like a white you person. It, well, I know that logically it should be a white person, but in order to get away with saying the stuff they've said about him, it has to be a black chick. It, it's got to be. Erica, it, Erica, Erica B. Smith. It, it's probably Erika, 
and uh, and she probably has dreads. Erica, okay, is is there? A, yeah, just uh, let's see. Is there a uh, just? Let's see. Is there a link? On yeah. Did you did you see the chat? Okay, again? bam, semper. Yeah, I told you I was dead on. Five point. Hell yeah, dude. Did did you did you see the chat successfully got me to spiral for an hour yesterday? Oh, I missed that. I almost oh, broke my entire studio and knocked myself off the internet for about twenty seconds because I hit my desk so hard. I, mm. I did. I did see the Alan clip you saying. Uh, I hope your. I hope your kids. I oh, I promise you, there's going to be production of some of the things I said. Let look and and it's amazing because they gave me that medical misinformation strike for saying that uh i would die before i take uh the poison in my arm but i didn't say poison in my arm um they gave me the medical misinformation strike for that but nobody's touched my stream from last night which was way worse than the stream that they that, that my the hill i will die on stream yeah, it's because you hit the trigger words in the one that they they got you for the strike. Dude, the I hit trigger words last night. Wow, look at you with your little my your little karaoke mic stand there, just rolling. <laughs> Does is do you have an attachment that attaches to your chair with that oh, mic? Oh, <laughs> we need a robot arm for that. Bitch. So you so you can roll your wireless mic all around as you talk to the people. I, I dude, that's a brilliant idea. I, I, it is. I, I, I do I do need that. Uh, I'm using I'm using this one because the mic I usually use I broke the uh, USB C uh, plug by accident and Amazon oh, fucking boomer Amazon Amazon will not replace it even though I purchased a warranty uh, with it. So go figure. Nice. Uh, Waste so, of money. So yeah, Dude, that, I do that. I do that when when the little man's on stream and he's using a mic. I have a chair where I've actually mounted the my the, my my snowball to the chair, so that way he doesn't have to worry about adjusting the mic. He just sits down in the chair and the mic's right in front of his face because he's terrible at adjusting the mic. Yeah, and I mean I have I have a mic arm, but it it doesn't fit with my desk because my desk is all wood, so. Well, I want you to get a wireless mic, mount it to your chair, and as you're talking to people, you're back there by your little bookcase back there doing wheelies. That's what I want to see. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you viewers. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Well. Well. Once. Once I get my. Uh, once I get my manual chair, I'll be able to to do that. So. Well. That, that's. That, I'm looking forward to it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a. We'll do a whole studio tour. So it should be. It should be pretty fun, but yeah, um, yeah, and she she's got the she's got the hipster glasses too. I'm I'm noticing it here. So, you know, she's so I mean she's black, but she's also a hipster, which comes as no surprise. Yeah, well, she had to be black, otherwise it could have it 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 would have been a statement that wouldn't have been acceptable uh, by the masses. So since she's black, it's an acceptable. Uh, it's an acceptable statement. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but I mean, again, she's a she's a hipster, so that kind of that kind of negates things. Although I I've seen I've seen a lot of hippies the last few times I've been in Texas, primarily in Austin. They seem to congregate in Austin, from what I from what I remember. I I went to Austin to see uh, uh Simper Kid a couple of weeks ago. 
and uh, I'm I, I'm I'm so used to the country now that I just can't. I just can't do it. It's too much. Let me. Yeah, you're. You mean the city? Yeah, I can't do the city. I, I've lived yeah. in the country too long. I officially cannot. I could hear people talking outside of my hotel room, and it was making me yeah. nuts because yeah. no, because I have a I have a flex base. I have like a three acre flex base driveway, um, so I can hear a car running over the 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 flex base long before it gets to my house. So if I hear voices, it makes me yeah. nervous. Just it it's almost like. Uh, it's almost like being out in public with the whole Kuwait thing. It's having people behind me. Just it's just inbred in into me. And now, uh, now, like I I can't hear people outside of my door without me needing to go look. And so yeah. I was constantly right. looking out the window, looking out the door, like I was some like weird uh, uh, foil tin hat like conspiracy or, theorist or looking meth, for the government. Something, yeah, or some fucking method, some tweaker. Looking for ninjas outside or something. Yep. Uh, you know, and I, uh, I just recently visited Wisconsin to go see my dad, and he's currently staying in a little apartment. And uh, up in Manitowoc, where I went, is actually really fucking nice, but it's it's a little more populated um, than where I, I'm I've been for the last ten years, and certainly where I grew up in Texas. But uh, um. Uh, that middle point between Texas and uh, Indiana, where I've been for the last 10 years, I lived in Oklahoma City, like a suburb. So I got like several years of that sort of city life. And uh, I was up in Manitowoc, and I this similar kind of thing, just being in the apartment where you could, um, you know, hear people talking. I mean, the same thing. I could hear people talking outside the window, and it woke me up in the middle of the night. And... Uh, same kind of thing. I mean, I'm not, I, my neighbors are not nearly as far away from me as you're describing, but just hearing someone talking outside the window woke me up in the middle of the night, but they're just, yeah, it freaks you just out outside smoking a cigarette. You know what I mean? That's they're, they're on, they're on their porch, but it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't think I could do it either. I'm I done mean, with the, with all that. I mean, and I live in a, I live in, in, in like a neighborhood in, uh, in Sarasota that's pretty, so all I hear at night is either like the uh, usually like the bay and whatnot. But when I'm in like heavily populated areas, like when I went back to Denver, yeah, it was it was the same thing. Just uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. So but. yeah, I mean, people should have gotten out of cities five years ago. But there was uh, but, one good thing about it um, because they had the defund the police thing in Austin. Um, there were no police pulling people over on the streets. Like they, they, they completely abandoned, um, like, uh, putting tickets on your car. If you were parked in a, in a, in, and weren't feeding the meter, like they completely abandoned all of your, your city griffs that the cops do to get extra money. And I was Good. like, wait a minute, I may have to rethink this defund the police thing. This is kind yeah, of no like, <laughs> I didn't see a single police officer driving around. I was like, Wow. Like I could, I could do this. I'm gonna have to change my opinion on this. <laughs> I can get behind this now. Yeah, right. There were no speed traps, nothing. I was like, this is fantastic. All I have to do is live in this shithole I'm standing in, <laughs> right, with a bunch of people I don't want to be around. 
Yeah, but nobody pestered me for mass while I was out there. It was it was actually uh, it was different than what I thought it was going to be. And then uh, the last day I was there, the very last day, um, he took me to this little kind of underground breakfast thing, and it it was pretty damn good. But that was the only place I went to that I was like, oh okay, this is awesome. But everything else, I was like, dude, why are you here? There are too many people here. <laughs> like, stop. And then he took me to this hamburger place, and I'm like, this is more expensive and even smaller burgers than In-N-Out. Like, what is this? And he's like, oh, it's the greatest burgers ever. I'm like, no, find me a Whataburger. Stop this crap. Whataburger is is the bot. I, I, I will, I will fast say. Fast food hamburgers, hands down, Whataburger is the way to go. For fast food hamburgers, I'm not saying they're the greatest hamburgers ever, but for fast food, they're fantastic. I I, I would agree, and it, it, I've never had In and Out mainly because I haven't been to California for in forever. But yeah, I but from what I've been told, Whataburger beats In and Out every time. Yeah, no, it, everything McDonald's beats In and Out. In and Out is shit, and their fries taste like crap, and I'm not ashamed of that. I do, you know what in and out is? In and out is for fat people who go, oh, I would, I would never go to a fast food restaurant. I go to in and out. It's just a status symbol for uppity fat people in California. Well, there I said it. There I said it. Well, that well that that's a lot. That's a lot of uh, that's that's the majority of Los Angeles. Then it seems right. I know. I live there. Fight me. Fight me. The, the, in and out sucks dick. Fight me. And, and I'm just gonna say it has to. And I, I mean, it's a California-based company, so it has to. And I mean, I fully, I fully endorse that statement. I, I'm sorry, we just lost all of our Los Angeles uh, listenership, but I don't really care. So, uh, if they're worth, if they're worth being your viewer, they they're still here and they agree. Right. And, and, and people it, are like, ooh, ooh, In and Out's coming to Dallas, and I go. Okay. <laughs> Why are you excited about the, the, the shittiest hamburger place on the planet is coming to Dallas? Man, I haven't had Whataburger or Jack in the Box in almost fifteen years. Oh no, shit! That's unfortunate. I had I had uh, I had Whataburger the other day. Yeah, because uh, look, I still I have know. my drink cup from it that I put water in. Ah, I put Whataburger in my Whataburger cup. It's Whataburger, but I used to think it was Waterburger. No, I'm from Texas. It's Waterburger. Yeah, I'm from Texas too, bitch. That's what good. I'm then call it by its fucking Texan name, which is Waterburger. You son of a bitch. Yeah, okay. All right. You're you're right. Apex. Look, uh, uh, these Yankees have corrupted me, man. I'm sorry. Clearly, Apex. Apex has Apex has lost his accent. Um, I pull that shit out when I need to, man. I'll tell you what. Mine comes out when I drink. Yeah. That's right. You're at at this point. Semper is actually better than Alex Jones, as far uh, as as far uh, as fans go. Well, I mean, I I I'm not an FBI shill, if that's what you're saying. But uh, <laughs> you're you're not, uh, yeah, you're not a uh, you're not a pill shill either. So no, well, I get animated when I get upset or passionate about something and it goes, I wish I could do it. I like, I wish I could do it on my own. Like I wish I could make it happen because I would make a fortune it, every single time. Like, uh, you were there, Sam, when I did that, uh, when I did that, um, 
Skyrim stream. And I was getting ready to get off of the Skyrim stream, and somebody asked me a question about the BLM thing, and I went on like a two-hour rant of, we're Americans! Um, but that's just kind of how it does. But then all of a sudden, 30 viewers show up. I start getting donos when it happens. Like every, Irrational Times was like, spirals. Spirals uh, uh, get money. And I'm like, I wish I could do this all the time because I would make way more money at this than I Dude, would. Yeah, that, uh, that stream you came on um, a few months ago on Sammy's, I, I was trying to tell you the same thing. I'm like, bro, if you just like freak the fuck out for like five minute videos, you're lovable. And you your, your rants are fucking uh, concise. Just chop them down. Post that shit on Twitter. Post it wherever. People will flock to it. Some of the stuff it. I posted on Twitter has gotten absolutely no interactions. Like it's it's a yeah. it's. But I had uh uh so on my birthday, uh, I posted something to Twitter that uh, Ryan Long gave me a like on right because Ryan Long follows me on Twitter. He's he's one of my oh, only two yeah, verified dude. Twitter people. But yeah, awesome. the previous year, Ryan Long gave me two hours on a stream. That stream only has like 260 views still to this day. And, uh, but he hit the like button and I ended up getting like 120 likes on that one tweet. And it was just a, it was just a stupid tweet. Like it didn't have any meat to it or anything like that. It was just a dumb tweet, but because he liked it, it went yep. and just Hell went yeah. nuts. That that happened to me a few weeks ago. Uh, he he doesn't follow me, but I I tweeted uh, out because Nick Searcy, the uh, the actor who played on Justified, did a uh, he was on like a podcast about Rush, and so I simply tweeted that like I liked uh, you know hearing Nick on that podcast, and he retweeted it, and all of a sudden like I got like twenty you know, likes and a couple of retweets and uh, like 20 followers out of the deal. So, yeah. And that, and that's what this is, man. It's like getting in the right, getting in with the right group of people who, if they hit the retweet button on you, then you get like a gazillion subscribe. That's all this internet game is, is traveling up ladders of different controlled lanes. And it sucks. It's yeah. infuriating because I don't like, like, I, I like the way that Barricade Garage uh, described it, where people think that you believe a certain thing or they agree with something you believe in, and so they promote you, but they don't realize that you're going to say what you want to say, even if it pisses people off, and then they quickly go, oh, shit, I shouldn't have promoted that guy. <laughs> I, I love how much traction that fucking dude's gotten. I've been watching him for uh, at least a year. Um, yeah, except Owen great. got his claws into him, and I'm just like, oh. Fuck. Yeah. Owen had him on stream. I was like, oh. Oh, he did? Yes. And and of course, it's an Owen stream. So it's like, oh, the Jews are keeping me down again. That, that's Oh my God, I did not know that. That's what oh. that's what happened with uh December. I felt the same way a few a few years ago when um when uh, Owen went on Nick DiPaolo's stream, because I, I I loved Nick DiPaolo as soon as he started like hanging out with Owen, I'm like, I'm like, no, what 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 are what are you do what are you doing? And then he's just yeah. 
He's no, just very good. He's just laughing at all of Owen's like unfunniest bits. It, it was yeah. It's, it's just but it, to, to but before we get too far off track though, um, I you, I mean you're right. It is just like anything. It's about who you know when it comes to social media success. But another thing that I was saying, and I still think to be true, is what a lot of people flock to is you know raw. Yeah, raw and controversial. Well, not get ready, Apex. Of course, but go ahead. get ready, Apex, because if if they don't accept my religious exemption, um, I'm gonna lose my job, and when I lose my job, I don't have anything to lose, and I will go full internet grifter and and just Hell go yeah. nuts, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll end up starting to go fund me to go after my company for religious discrimination, and uh, if any of you guys know where I work, uh, it's a pretty big name. And uh, they're not going to want, like, it's something that'll garner attention. And I'm just going to go full bore into it. I'll start, uh, you know, I'll I'll get Adobe Premiere. I'll start making videos. I'll start pushing stuff because I'm going to, I'm going to need to be able to have the funds to be able to sue these people. And I'll, I'll go on Crowder if I need to. And you guys know how I feel about Crowder, but if I need to, I'll go on it, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and it'll be a story. And you want to, you want to talk about getting pissed off? Take my job at 10 years away because I won't put poison in my arm and see how pissed off I get. Yeah, I, I've actually I actually talked to to someone uh, IRL about uh, that. And he, he was saying, well, I'm not sure he was he was like, well, I'm not sure, you know, what the big deal is. People just need to take the the vax if they want to keep their job. And I I, I said, no, I, I said I said that that's the same thing as the government forcing people to get the vax essentially well, well if this is laying down the physical groundwork for the mark which is what i believe this is um there is nothing absolutely nothing that should be able to i mean jesus was very clear you know if you're going to follow me you need to be able to curse your mother and father and walk away from your family and friends and stuff like that and i never really understood that my whole life until right now because it's like you have to be willing to take any hit because when that comes, when the mark comes, the, 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 the Bible is clearly said, you know, you're not going to be able to generate income. You're not going to be able to participate in commerce. You won't be able to. And, and when that happens, you got to be strong enough to stand up and say no. And I've watched people I love and respect uh, uh, go and get this shot, not because they want it, not because they're worried about something, not because they don't feel safe but because they want to be able to travel or they want to, they, they don't want to lose their job. And it's like, what do you Peer think pressure. you're doing? You yeah. are selling, you know, the Bible, you know, this information and you're selling it out because you want to fly somewhere. You're selling it out because, because you're worried about losing your job. That's how much God means to you. Well, well, and not, and not just that, but even without, you know, like here's, Here's my whole reason for not taking the vax. It's because the last time I got a flu shot, which was when I was like 13 or so, I got as sick as a dog with the exact same flu variant that they were supposedly inoculating me against. So my whole fear actually is that if I get the COVID jab, I'm actually going to get COVID. As re as, yeah. as a result. Well, so, statistics show that you will. Yeah. But not only that, Sam, but you don't know what the fuck will happen. We don't. Know, it is. Go ahead. 
Larry Rapshaw said the mark is on your hand or your forehead in the Bible, and yes, it is. Uh, look up the uh, uh, look up the biotech commercials on how they're going to identify forms of cancer, and it is involved in an injectable uh, microchip that uh, that they specifically said they would be putting on the right hand, um, and of course. You know, they're, they're saying, listen, you know, don't, uh, uh, you know, people are drawing biblical conclusions and it's, it's hindering our ability to do. And it's like, this is literally exactly what you're talking about. They're like, this is, this is it. And, uh, you know, for it to interface into the body, you have to have a motherboard to put a CPU in and that motherboard needs to be compatible. And that's why I keep calling this the precursor to the mark. It's setting it up. And, and the next thing that comes is you have to be able to identify it, which will be a chip that they'll want to put in you. And when they and when they put that chip in you, it's it's just one other step to have something that's some kind of Bitcoin that's governed by uh, a, a world entity. And then you will not be able to buy or sell anything because you don't have that chip in your hand that allows you to interface with the machines that allow you to buy and sell things. Right. Yeah, and there, there, you know, my hope is that, you know, should we reach such a point, there will be enough people that refuse such a thing that there will be its own market underground, of course, will be criminals and um, whatever by the machine and in, in society. But yeah, I'm not uh, going to make it that long. They're going to yeah, come from the spirit animal neither. and I'm going to die. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I have a question, <laughs> though. I have a question, though, Semper. It's entirely unrelated to what we're talking about here. What kind of shoes are you wearing, man? Uh, I'm not wearing any shoes right now. I'm bare oh, feet, bro. I'm bare oh. feet right now. What? I was, what? I was actually trying because I, I, I mean, never mind. <laughs> the, gam- the gambit's up. If if you want to know what shoes that I normally wear, I have a pair of Ariat boots that I wear uh, when I'm oh, running yeah. around the land. I have a pair of flip flops and I have a pair of uh, Nike Lunar Fours. Well, I was going to. If you were wearing shoes and you were describing them, I was going to have you lift them up to the camera so I could. Like, I was going to do it all smooth, like be like, "Oh, are those the like this model?" You know, like, "Oh, those are dope, man!" Like, can I see? You know, you think for, I'm a stupid like you think I'm stupid I don't like globalists do. I don't think I don't think you're stupid, but it was worth a swing. You it know? was worth. I'm the here. Swing. With, I'm you, here with you, and uh, chat's freaking out. So you, you miss you miss 100 percent of the balls you don't swing at. That's yeah, right. That's exactly well, right. Well, it, well, it's it's not it's not even worth doing feet picks anymore though because uh, because see uh, that OnlyFans only, thing. Only, I'm telling you, yeah, man. OnlyFans. I've got uh, I've gotten so much shit for 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 my take on the OnlyFans thing, but it's bad, man. Like they're 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 eliminating another source of income, and and I said that, and then of course I get all these DMs of people going. It's pornography, and I'm like, yeah, oh, oh God, we're going, we're going back to the, we're we're going back to the fucking Nathaniel Slattery thing. Yes, I understand it's pornography. Yes, I understand it's vile, but it's a way to for people to make money in a, and as vile as it is, it's a way that people make money, and they are systematically eliminating people's ability you know, to make money outside of the corporate structure. Yeah, and that's you. a bad thing. You know and it's what's... happening in October. Everyone's getting fired before October. What is happening in October? Well, hold there's on, something but... going on in October. 
before we talk about October, and I do want to move on to that, but I, I have or it I was could thinking be the about beginning this... of the next fiscal year, and they just want to get rid of everybody before the next fiscal year. Right. That's that's a good point too. But one of the things I was thinking about mm-hmm. earlier, and I haven't really seen uh, discussed so much, is it, apparently OnlyFans, just like Tumblr, is under pressure from banks. Yes. To okay, everybody's so, under pressure from banks. Right. So places like Pornhub. Uh huh. Uh, still exist and still uh-huh. are monetized, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, the, because the Pornhub, but but Pornhub, you can watch all the free porn you want there. You don't actually have to pay for anything. Pornhub have, is a part of the corporate machine, right? Exactly. OnlyFans is people making independent money, and and mm-hmm. look, I don't support any of this. No, of but course. you're 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 leaving up corporate money generators, and you're tearing down independent money earners. Of it's, the same category. You're right. Yes. My, right. Exactly. My. That's exactly my point. And no one. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I haven't seen anybody talk about that specifically. They're all talking about people yeah, get angry when you start talking about porn because you talking about it is in their mind you endorsing it. Yeah, I don't no, of endorse course any of no, that. Fuck I, no. Well, well, in this, I don't endorse. You know, <laughs> I don't endorse fucking. You know, uh, mass farming to be. You know, on a general scale, but. I guess that's a bad example. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Sam. Well, and th- this this is kind of the other this is kind of the other thing. It is it is close re- related, but I don't know if you fo- if you followed my uh, Twitter rant on this, and I I did do a show on this, but a couple weeks ago or about a month ago, when uh, when TPUSA had their uh, when Turning Point had their big uh, you know student grifts thing or whatever. Uh, they kicked out Brandy Love, the uh, the porn star, for just showing up. Uh, but they had no problem with the MAGA girl being there, the uh, the oh, MAGA tranny. Yeah, that well, well, not only that, but so Brandy Love just showed up, wasn't even doing anything. She was just an attendant. They uh, they kicked her out, but then they had bang, but then they had like bang energy and all these Instagram models like giving yeah. out. Like literally giving out free money and uh, and I turning point. So, <laughs> well, Turn, yeah, turning point is as shitty as any other of the organization. Turning point's a fucking right. joke, and so the turning point is controlled up uh, uh, on the highest order. Oh, I oh I I know yeah I and I listen I I know people who used to work for turning turning point. Hell, I I almost mm-hmm. I almost worked for them, but thank God I I dodged that bull. But um, yeah. But, but yeah, the the moment I said that, uh, I called out Charlie Cook for his hypocrisy because he's like, oh, you know, we're a free speech war. You know, we're for free speech for everyone. You know, we're a big tent thing. And then I'm like, except for except for Brandy Love, right? Right. And oh no, they're free speech warriors. Let's talk about the JQ. How about that free speech war? See, that's that's yeah. what should have ended turning. What should have ended turning point is 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 the whole Groiper thing. That should have ended turning point because should. because it obliterated them. And what it ended up doing was absolutely nothing because nobody remembers it anymore. And uh, and what it what it ended up doing is it ended up propelling another FBI mark into the scene to do damage to everything else. Yeah. Which Quintez, by the way. Yeah. 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 Completely. 
and you know yeah nick nick and nick is just like the nick and charlie kirk are kind of two sides of the same coin essentially yeah um that's that's how controlled op works you have two sides you can choose in every instant mm -hmm. yeah it's just you know but but again like people were People thought that I was endorsing Brandy Love, you know, as a porn star because I said yep. that she had a right to to be the, to be there, and I'm like, well, oh, hold on, Sam. You specifically, I, I think you might have been you might have been endorsing her. If I had, to. <laughs> uh, oh, we're, oh, we're oh, we're going down, we're going down that road. Well, look, what, I'm not the one posting titties on Twitter all the time. All right, what yep. started? What started the class of 2019 in the in 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 uh, in our little circle? That is what started it. Was me saying the government should not have the ability to tell me what I can and can't look at. That's all I said. I did a stream in the middle of that stream. I said I was talking about pornography, and then uh, it, it was uh, it was it was. Uh, uh, what it, not the government it was um telegram telegram decided was it telegram it was telegram decided that they were not going to allow pornography on their platform anymore and i went whoa, whoa, whoa. if you're a platform it should be okay you shouldn't be telling people what they can and can't look at on a platform if you want right. to be your own communication company then you can do that but don't Tell Twitter that they're censoring people and turn around and censor people on your stuff. That's what I right. said in that stream that started Nathaniel going fucking nuts with his stupid ass ginger fucking head. And then <laughs> and then the next thing you know, we have the class of 2019. And 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 Owen's on a stream calling my sauce and a fucking whore. Part part mm -hmm. of the, I, I am glad that you bring up the I titty post. Airpocalypse. I am glad that you bring up the I titty post though, Apex, because that is one of the reasons why I do it is to tick those. Of course, you're glad that I'm that I brought it up, Sam. <laughs> For that, fuck's that, sake, that another is... chance to talk about titties. Justify your talking about titties. Justify your titty lust. Let's uh, go. That, you that, fucking degenerate. <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Well, well, I, I well I am an ex bear, so let's see. At this point, I've been called <laughs> gay. How did you? How did you split your mic screen? How did you yeah, how split your mic screen, yeah, Sam? Ah, <laughs> uh, Sam, was it a slip of the left hand <laughs> or a slip of the right hand? It was. Well, I'm, I'm left-handed, so probably the left hand. There you go. Did you drop it while your right hand was busy, Sam? Was that maybe a windscreen for a different mic? <laughs> uh, that you know, you just kind of shoved on there and ignored the ripping sound as it went over top of it were you too preoccupied to realize that you didn't have it all the way around the mic when you shoved it on and what were you preoccupied with sam hmm? mm, you know what semper i'm gonna go with titties it was probably <laughs> it was probably play, playmate from september 1999 i don't know who that is but that's probably where he was at you know <clears throat> just guessing actually you're not you're not you're not too far you're not too did far you try off. to fit listen i'll just say it sam did you try to fit your wiener in that <laughs> no although although <laughs> now although now people are gonna 
People have already memed uh, me holding this mic, so... He was trying to put the windscreen on his, his, his little wiener tip uh, to, to take, like, a meme picture. They, you know, look, I have a black... You know, my wiener's black. My wiener has black ri- face. And, and I did black face on his wiener, and he ripped, you know, he ripped it. Uh, I mean, that's all I can say. That's that's my theory. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll just go with that, for right, Sam? Sam? No, I'm feeling bad for Sam now. Damn it! No, oh, come on. No, let's let's look. Sammy's Sammy's wiener works just fine. He just needs a nice young lady to come in. You know. Now I'm gonna have to smoke on your stream, Sam. I'm I'm upset. You now. already I did. It's fine. I, I <laughs> hey, I don't care. That, I don't care that you smoke on stream. I I drink. I drink on stream. So. I know, Clearly, like after sex, right? Just lighting it up, yeah. <laughs> feeling yeah. bad. Semper, it's I, like Semper's fucking uh, steps after into after intimacy. It's like feeling bad. Now he's got to light a cigarette. You see what I got to do? You see what I have to do, Sam? Because, <laughs> because I love that's you. cute. That you think I have intimate moments with people? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm just. I'll be honest. I I'll, I'll be I'll be dead honest. I have not had sex in five years, and that was by that's by choice. Oh shit! Boom! Breaking news on the Sam Whitfield show. I haven't, and that's by choice because I think people are gross, and I don't know what's swimming around in people, and I don't want to have a relationship uh, because then somebody's going to want to call or text me, and I don't want to do that. Uh, And I'm an old man. I'm 44. Shit ain't as important to me now as it used to be. I've I've had I've had plenty of sex with the two people that I've been with for the majority of my life. I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, and you got ba- you got babies, you got things to focus on, you know. Well, and I think about it, and I go, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, that's why I tell people I'm not I'm not dateable because of my kid schedule, um, because I will sell the, the the spirit animals the love of my life, and I would sell anybody out for her, and uh, and it wouldn't wouldn't even be a question. And uh, the little man's over here every other day, uh, so it's like I can't have a relationship. I've never had a one night stand, and I never would. I think it's gross, um, and it would be uncomfortable and weird. So I just don't. And and honestly, it's not that big of a deal. It uh, like I think about it sometimes. Like I'll be sitting on the couch and be like, oh, it'd be nice to watch a movie with somebody, and then I go, oh, but then they're gonna want to, and it's oh, it's so much work. Ugh. Hey, hey, nah, never mind. I, I'll just watch this movie by myself. Hey, at least you haven't had at least you haven't had someone try and throw ice water at you uh, for because they saw a uh, maga pin on your lapel. That- no, somebody would have to get within three acres of me to throw water on me, and they just don't. The, well, that- <laughs> Seriously, the only time I have human interaction. That's outside of chat or outside of the spirit animal and her and her brothers and sisters and uh, and and her mom. Uh, the only time I ever have human interaction outside of that is when I go and sing. And then I go there, I sit down, I'll hang out with people and talk to them. But when it's time to go, I'm like, all right, see you later. Nobody has my number. Nobody can text me. Like yeah, that's the way I prefer it. It's great. And if I want to talk to my friends, I just load up my stream. Yep. I mean. P- I mean, people think I. People always say, "Oh, you need to, you need to get out more." But the thing, the thing it is, is people always want to bring up COVID now, and because that's that's everyone's hot, you know, topic yeah. now. And I'm like, I don't, you know, you're not yeah. gonna like what I have to say about it. So hold on, I gotta address Laura. 
Yeah, that's one of the reasons that I'm not. <laughs> well, okay, so for uh, podcast listeners, Laura's question was, wait, don't say, uh, don't you have to be married? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just fine. No, uh, uh, I do. I do believe that that is the right thing to do. Now, I've always adhered to that. No, I've had sex outside of marriage. Um, but, but yes, no, I believe Nobody's that that perfect. is the right way to do it. If I were to ever get married again, which is highly unlikely, I would have sex. But other than that, I just could care less about it. Seriously, like it's dating is the worst. You're right, bro. Dating's awful. And I tried to date for a little while, and uh, and those people were vile and 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 disgusting and then i got to the point where uh the last person i dated was about it was about five years ago and um she was being passive aggressive and so i took the passive and left the aggressive like so she'd be like fine and i'd be like oh okay and i go because because i can't handle it i can't handle people being passive aggressive with me so i just don't pay attention to their aggression until they finally sack up pull up their big girl panties and decide to get aggressive with me and then she decided to do that and then she was sitting on my back porch with me and she's me, 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 And I just turned and I went, I don't want to do this anymore. And that was the last time I ever dated anyone. <laughs> Based. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, when you when you when you talk about or well, I, I guess when you think about dating as dating, like, yeah, that that certainly fucking sucks. But you know, if you do things with people do things you enjoy with people that enjoy doing similar things you tend to find people you enjoy being around you know uh which uh, admittedly especially in this day and age is it's not the easiest thing but it's not impossible you know when you hyper focus on shit like i have to date someone or that's your goal instead of just being around people that enjoy things that you enjoy mm -hmm. you know you're not always gonna like them they're not always gonna Actually, in my experience, you're going to dislike most of them. But uh, the only way you're ever going to find any of the gems is, is looking. And I get the urge not to, but, uh, you know, you never know what you're going to find. And it's not, again, it's not always going to be good, but it's always going to be, uh, in my experience, worth, you know, looking for. Well, and and for, for me, it's like I'm 44 years old. So, so in order for me to date... Um, well, I'm 44 years old and I have kids and I have kids that are over here a lot. And I go over there a lot where I'm attached to her land. Like it's my land, her land, and we're attached. The kids can walk. My son could walk in here at any moment right. and like, he'd just open the door and be like, Hey, what's up dad? And it, I'm, my life is built that way. I prefer it that way. I want it that way. And, uh, and so that leaves my house completely out of it. Um, and then on top of that, I'm a 44-year-old person with kids. And I have to find a woman who doesn't want kids but loves kids who, um, who is my age that isn't a jaded asshole and has actually learned something and who doesn't give a shit about money like I don't. Um, and if, if I can find some, that's what we call a unicorn and they don't exist. Um, sure. The, in, I mean, in, in my ahead. age, at my age, you have two options. You have somebody who worked their entire fucking life 
and never decided to to have a family or anything like that and then their clock starts ticking and they need to find a man to have a kid well i ain't having another kid i'm not i'm now the baby collector i collect other people's babies that's what i do like uh, my my uh my my youngest son and and the spirit animal not biologically mine you know it, i've been there their whole lives but they're not biologically mine and so what I, I i'm not having another kid so those ladies are out plus they're assholes who think being a dick is somehow being a woman you know uh don't call me pretty don't call me cute because i'm a strong independent woman i don't have anything to do with those people they're assholes that's what we in the in the in the corporate world in the in regard to males call people assholes you're an asshole. Yep. And so I don't want to have anything to do with you. The other one is some chick who has been used by another dude or fucking broken. And they're coming out of some fucking marriage that failed or something like that. And then they're going to treat me with the suspicion of that other guy. Or that other guy is going to be slashing my fucking tires. Because he, every single female I've ever dated has some psycho ex dude that is fucking wanting to kick my ass and they never do nobody ever shows up in front of me um but i don't want that either because you've got all kinds of emotional issues you didn't take time to heal you're now going out and you want to date and you're going to want to fucking rummage through my phone you know what happens when you go through my phone you're going to accuse me you're going to want to look at my phone i'm going to slide my phone over the table let you look at it and see that i'm not a fucking cheating dirtbag and then i'm going to get it back and our relationship will be over so you confirmed what you were worried about, but you did it at the expense of being in a relationship with me because you've now broken trust. And those are the only two options for somebody in my age category. That's it. See, well, you know what? I'm gonna. I don't, I'm sorry, Sammy. I don't. I'll try to keep it concise here. But no, no. I'm. I'm, I'm enjoying what, this. What, what really bums it concise me out. with the least concise person on the planet? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I'm up there in contention with you buddy <laughs> but uh what i what i heard was a lot of absolutions you know and i mean there's there's a lot to be said for knowing yourself and stuff but like life is changed man and i don't care how fucking old you are people are not you cannot script them the way in which you describe there is a rubric for sure you can you can put people into categories and most of the time you might be right just be careful how 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 you put those walls i guess is what i'm saying cuz what i was saying is ignore the idea of dating how about finding people that you are interested in you know have similar interests with you other people you are interested in being around and uh whatever that may be uh i i don't know i don't know I do that when i sing when i sing i go out i i i, I had people texting me tonight asking me if i was uh, going to going to go out through my DJ friend, <laughs> he was like, right, okay. hey, this this person is wondering if you're coming tonight. And I'm like, no, no, I'm on stream tonight because I was on winning TV. And then it was like 1030 and I'm like, damn, it's too late. I ain't going out there. And so I texted him and he's like, oh, this person's going to be sad. This person's going to be sad. And I'm like, well, I'll see him later. <laughs> right. Well, we'll see. And I guess that's a perfect, perfect example of, of just, you know, if you explore that, the times you have the chances to. Uh, Look, if know, I run like, into a unicorn dude and I identify that unicorn, I'm not closed off to it. I'm just saying sure. that it's it's just it's just not there. Not at I my age. Think, okay, well, what I what I my point that I was trying to make is I think 
you know, when you frame it in the way of a unicorn, which obviously doesn't exist, you're never going to find it. And people are not, people are a lot more flexible um, with, I mean, you could take two people with virtually identical circumstances that have grown up, uh, one in Alabama and one in fucking Chicago, and they are going to be very different people and act very different. You know what I mean? You no, can, I do. We pay, live in, on, we all. We also live in a society where people don't people don't address the problems that they go through. They go through something horrible and then they just go, well, the reason I do this is because of this of, and because right. of this. And it's like, no, right. you're supposed to overcome and battle through that. And I'm not going don't. I'm not going to be the one to try to get you to recognize that. Because I can't fix you. And you're going to look at me and who I am and the way I am and the way I talk and what I have and the stability that I provide and the type of father that I am. And you're going to look at me and you're going to think, this person could be good for me. No, I can't fix you. You have to fix yourself. Go fix yourself and come back. I fixed myself when my wife left. I fixed myself when I had to pick my son's face up and put it back on his body. I fixed myself when my job uh, that I was working 80 hours a week and only getting paid 40 of it decided they didn't want to deal with my personal problems. I, I, I fixed myself after my spine surgery. You need to do that shit too. And once you've done that, then you can come to me. But not only do I believe that you can't do it, even recognize it. I don't think you can go through the two to three years it's going to take you to figure it out and heal from them. <laughs> And I find that I've, I, I don't know. I mean, I absolutely agree with you on so many levels because of so many people that I've dealt with and um, just crashed and fucking burned. But the few bright spots in my life, human beings that I know still um, that aren't family, they come they come from the strangest of places, and they've come from not. I mean, having my gut, you know, oh. kind of not judging the book by its cover, even though the book, the cover tells you the book, you, the general story, you get it by looking at the cover, but it doesn't, there's nuance in there that is important. And that's that, correct. You could a, have a gem in a shitty cover, but the sure. thing is, is if you don't even have enough respect for what you wrote to put a cover on it, that's halfway fucking decent, then I don't want to see it. I don't want to read it. Because nine nine hundred out of out of nine hundred and one times, it's going to be a shitty ass fucking book. Well, so what it sounds like is you're looking for you, man, in a female version, right? Oh, no, Somebody no, that... I dated a woman that was like me, and it was a fucking nightmare. That's how I figured out that passive aggression was a bad thing, was because I experienced it through someone else. I was like, oh my god, that is why the woman formerly known as my wife and the woman known as my spirit animal's mom said the exact same things word to word, uh, word for word to me, even though one was born and raised in California and one was born and raised in Texas. They said literally the exact same thing to me. That's why, because I said that exact same thing to that person. Right. And she was awesome and she was hot and you would be proud of it, Sam. She had great tits. <laughs> <laughs> And besides, uh, I've got my brew, my lore, and my sauce, and I don't need any other women. Are you well, fucking kidding me? Well, those are my ladies. Well, that that that's true, and but they're also they also hang out in my chow a lot, though too. So yeah, but they're mine, so they can hang out here. I don't care. They're they're my ladies. I don't mean to brag, but um, <laughs> I, uh, I I I edited a video of you 
and 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 wrote a couple of made a couple of songs with with one of them. I'm not going to spoil it for the chat. Is it as is, is it as good as the Cat and Heat song? Probably not. Oh, you didn't see the Cat and Heat song? Let me uh, let me drop it in the Discord. Hold on. Uh-oh. The Cat and Heat song is awesome. I think I still have it in my copied from the last stream I was on. Hold on. I'm going to drop it in uh, Sam Sam Live Links. Yes, that that's that's the no show prep. I'll drop it in show prep. Yep. Let's see. Please don't be a Pornhub thing. Please don't be a Pornhub thing. Ah, I'm joking. Oh nope, that's not it. That's the that's the bring Donkey Kong to life Evanescence DV rap uh, D, DK rap uh, mix up, which is language? which is what awesome. Fuck? What the fuck Zoomer language are you speaking right now? No, uh, it, it's a it's a song mix up with the DK rap from. Uh, from uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 that's at the beginning of it, and they mixed Evanescence Bring Me to Life into it. It's fantastic. It, is that what you're looking for? Really that get, was really... just the last link I copied. Oh. I got to go find the <laughs> other one in my Twitter. Let's say Semper's trying to get Sam copyright struck. <laughs> no, this won't copyright strike you. It's a mashup. So... I mean, it'll get claimed, but what doesn't get claimed? So Semper, I, I do I, I do have to ask, and maybe this is the wrong time to ask, but someone Here's a- the right one. Someone asked me recently, um, you know, if I know any anti vaxxers and w- yes, why you do know one. And uh, why, I am very vehemently anti vaxxer. I know a couple and and someone was saying that the autistic kids thing is BS and I said, Well, I've I've heard enough stories now i'm not so sure it is any anymore uh i've heard a i've heard a little bit of what you went through with the spirit animal and uh it's not but i'm not completely i'm not completely familiar with the whole story so um, well i mean look i don't i don't recommend it but if you want to take the chance that that there is a genetic switch in your child that could react adversely uh to the uh, 60 to 80 vaccines that you give them between the time that they're born and the, uh, and the three year mark, uh, then, you know, go ahead. I'm not telling you not to do it. All I'm saying is that once you encounter it and once you watch and I get, a, I get emotional about this when I talk about it, cause it, it, it makes me angry. Uh, but when you watch the love of your life, your little angel start seizing on the ground after she gets a vaccination and she never speaks to you again, that's a very, very good indicator of you turning anti-vax. I know a lot of nonverbal autistic parents and every single one of them is anti-vax because, because they watch their, they watch their child. They trusted. And I didn't get her the vax. I've always been anti-vax, uh, homemade ramen and Semper kid, uh, had exemptions the majority of their life. Their mom had conservatorship. So when people started, oh, the mumps is, is, there's an outbreak, she ended up taking them and there was nothing I could do to stop it. But for the majority of their lives, uh, they were not vaccinated against anything. Um, I was, I was anti vax before the internet was like a thing. Like you had to go to geo sites to find the vax information that I was looking at. And, uh, but with uh, with the spirit animal, um, you know, I had no control over it because she's not biologically mine. And her mom thought, you know, what everybody else thinks. Oh, it'll be okay. I have to do it. You know, all of this stuff. And uh, and it didn't really make sense what I was saying to her until 
until she dropped, until she started seizing out, until her entire demeanor changed, until she got to the point where it was clear that something was very, very wrong. Um, I have video of her saying brother and ball and all kinds of stuff before the, the MMR, and she hasn't said any of those things since. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's the nature of the beast. And I'm closer to her than I would have been had she been able to talk, uh, because we can't default to, you know, communicate like verbal communication. We have to communicate on, you know, six other different levels, uh, between her eye movement and her grunts and her stimming and her, uh, you know, uh, body language and stuff like that. And so I think I'm actually closer to her as a result of all of this, but yeah, no, you're not going to go through that as a parent and watch that happen and not come out the other side anti-vax. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm really closer to the mic, Sam. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I really don't, I really don't judge anti-vax parents for that, for that reason, because I mean, I've, I've heard enough stories similar to, to yours. Yours I've heard before, and it's probably the most compelling one, but, you know, like, especially at that, you know, tender young age when their bodies can't handle that. Well, that I mean, stuff. I, I, I put out, I put out the call, um, on my own stream and on the last stream I was just on and I'll put it on here. You want me to change my mind, find me, a 65-year-old nonverbal person stimming and I will believe, I I I would consider changing my mind at that point but you're not going to because there isn't a 65-year-old nonverbal autistic person on this planet because it didn't exist back then the the increase in diagnosed autism matches the increase of vaccinations almost perfectly when yeah. the vaccinations went up, the autism went up. And ADHD and ADD and Asperger's and all of this other shit that didn't exist prior to the 1970s, you can directly tie it to that. Farming, too. Now, I'm not saying that as a matter of fact, YouTube. I'm saying that from my experience, that's what I see. Of course, all vaccines are 100% safe and effective and never hurt anyone. And even though there hasn't ever been another a single fucking blind, a double blind study done on any vaccination, and even though you can't fucking sue them, hey, hey look, we get it. It's completely safe and effective and it's been invented. And my personal experience has nothing to do with the fucking science. There, I gave you the disclaimer. No. Uh, no, I mean, I, I've, I've got this, I've got this recording, so it'll go up on Odyssey uh, if this mm, gets. Copy that. I, uh, I hate, I really hate to do this, but I have to go, uh, not because of Sammy. Get the smart. I see it. You, it's, hey, I don't. You, Sammy. I know he's he was gonna say something about Mexican food or something about a cute little Mexican. She's Speaking not of, here. These are fucking amazing. I do have to work in the morning, very early, uh, and I just closed this evening, so I got uh, okay. cloping. Well, then we no, you can't go Apex until he runs the cat video. Run the cat video, Sam. All right, yeah, play me the cat oh, video, okay. and then I got to... play the cat video, Sam. All right, Sam, play it, I... Sam. Play the cat video, Sam. I've got Sam. The... Cat video. <laughs> 
I've got the uh I'm Play sorry. it. Play it, Sam. Uh uh Sam. This is uh President Obama speaking. Uh would you uh <clears throat> I don't know. Would you would you uh here, Jack? Please, <laughs> would you please uh play the uh the uh cafe do, please? Um Alright, let me I'm Barack Obama. And I'm fucking gay. Uh, I don't have sound. Play me sound. You got to click on it. You got to click on it, Sam. Click on the sound, Sam. Sam, what about the sound? Oh, uh, yeah. Let me... No, you got to start from the beginning with the sound. There we go. So it's a cat in heat. Mm. Looks like it's got a little uh, Finding Nemo toy there. He found Nemo. Getting ready to build a cat house with that wood. Here we go. Hit me some bass. There we go. Uh, uh. Woo! Now hit me with some bass. Reverb. Uh, uh. That's right. I'm a builder cat. I got some uh. wood and planks and I'm built. Let's go. Hit it, bro. Come on. Don't pay attention to my. my yeah. Oh, I messed it up. Don't pay attention to my cloudy eye. how we do it here is that one of yours apex no i wish the cats aren't that talented uh, just go. i ran that on a loop the other day like five times in a row <laughs> so great yeah my my you my youtube al- algorithm goes from cat videos to cooking videos to uh to all sorts. I've got I've got the YouTube algorithm confused on purpose. Oh man, unfortunately I've had the same fucking Google account for like 13 years now. So they got me figured out pretty good. What I what I watched the other day, I watched something that just completely obliterated my uh Well, I watched something that was popular and uh and then all of a sudden, my entire feed was nothing but that. I was like, oh, God. That does happen still. And to it me took like a yeah. week to get it out of there. Like, if I watch something Ben Shapiro, all of a sudden, everything is Ben Shapiro. And I'm like, yeah. God, I just wanted to watch that for the bit. Yeah. Next time I'm yeah. watching on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Right. Semper, dude. Thank you, dude, very much for popping in. It's nice no, to chat with you. Always fun to hang out with you guys. Fuck yeah. Uh, Sammy. You guys, I don't know how soon you're wrapping up, but I, I do gotta go to bed. I chat, you're amazing as always. What, Sam? I'm what? still good. I'm still good to go for a bit if uh Semper is. So. Yeah, I'm up right, for it. Killer. Killer. All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of the show. Thank All you right. for have having fun. me. It's nice to talk to you. Y'all have a good have night. Have fun, Mr. No Face. Later. <laughs> uh, yeah, he uh he he's decided to uh he d- he's decided to uh, hide his avatar uh, on Discord. He thinks, he thinks if he uh, if he somehow like has the same color as Discord, that no one will see that it's him. So, um, uh, it's he's he's acting like you can't go to earlier streams and be able to find it if you need it. Oh yeah, if well, they're gonna dox you, Apex, they're gonna go back to the early streams and get your face. There's no reason to cover it now. You've already uncovered it before. You've done your face reveal. Own it. We we have we have well, and I think that's what got him. I, I think I think the Apex freeze frame memes uh 
got got him. So, but um, I think people start making videos about him. Oh, oh, I, I'm just, I'm just waiting for the videos that people are gonna make on, on me. I'm sure though, I, I've said, I've said so many things that could be clipped. I'm, I'm surprised there aren't more things in me that. No, I, I said, I said the phrase "bout that ass," and all of a sudden, Bruce making videos on it. Uh, 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 Alan made videos on it. I'm like, man. And now I've gotten very <laughs> conscious with it. They still catch me every once in a while, but now I'm like, okay. In my head, as I'm about to say it, I go, "Am I going to be okay with a video being made of this?" And then, I, and then I'll usually follow it up once I say it with, "You're welcome, Brew." There, there's a, there's a, uh, there's a video. So last year, when the whole, uh, when the whole George Floyd riots were happening. I was playing like an MSNBC clip on on stream and I got so aggravated. I I barely ever scream, but I just out and out, you know, just like scream scream my head off. The next thing I know, Alan Alan just pops into the chat, and says clips, and next thing Yeah. Yeah. And you know what the beautiful thing about being on Discord with you is? Is they have a perfect green screen. To be able to just pull whatever the hell they want and make a video out of it. And, and next, I know I'm not stupid, Brew. Oh, she, oh, she, she has, she has memed Apex and I being gay. Uh, that that exists out, out there. Um, so, but yeah, I, yeah, I um, it, it's all fun. It's weird at first when you first see it, but then after that, it's like, all right, it's 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 fun. And and see, un, unlike certain comedians that we, well, I use comedians in heavy air quotes, but unlike certain people that You're we talking about cult leaders. Yep, yeah, certain cult leaders. Unlike certain cult leaders, I I can actually take a joke about my about myself, even. Even some of the even some of the meaner ones, I'm like, all right, I don't, you know, so. Yeah, so when I was dancing to the cat, like she she could do something with that. There, there's, well, there's all there's the video of you dancing with that guy, uh, you know, at That's the my favorite. Yeah, that guy, I love that guy. Although I'll tell you this, Christopher Williams DC has turned into uh, white people need to be eliminated. Uh, oh. Williams, DC, my wonderful cow that is in the wild that nobody touches has decided to become militant black guy who thinks white people should be wiped off the face of the earth, which Ooh. makes me a little sad. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway though. Yeah. Getting back to what you were saying about this, the spirit an- animal would, uh, you know, the vaccine, the one thing that drives me insane is, just from me personally is people people keep saying oh you you need to get the vax because you have cerebral palsy and i always tell them i'm like no that's precisely the reason why i don't yep. why i why i shouldn't get the vax because if i if i get covid i i know i know i'm fucked but also i know that if i get the vaccine what I'm- but what if you develop Bell's palsy 
and it cancels out your cerebral palsy. Huh? Huh? That that you ever think of that? That would be oh oh god that that I that I then that would that would certainly be interesting interesting but <laughs> yeah I mean at at this point the 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 pro vax people are just throwing whatever they can to uh, you know get people to to take well it. I was I was saying this earlier tonight I uh, on winning TV's uh, channel it like for you guys. For you guys, this tactic of what they're doing, it's it's new, and you're outraged by it. I've been dealing with this exact same tactic for 20 fucking years, um, and it has gotten increasingly harder over the years, but all of the stuff they're trying to do to get people to take these vaccines, I've experienced them all with my kids. So this is old hat to me. That's why it's so easy for me to stand back and say no, and, and that's why I say... Don't argue with these people. Just say, I don't want to. Well, did you know that you could die? Yeah. So you're still not going to take it? No. Why? Because I don't want to. Yeah. But what about other people? Okay. That's not going to make me want to. I don't want to. I don't care about other people. (gasps) You don't care about other people? No. I care about my family and the people that are around me and the people I know. I don't give a shit about anybody in another state that I don't know. I don't fucking care. I don't even know that person exists. The, so no. The whole the whole narrative that you're the the one that the one that did get to me a bit was the uh oh, you millennials, you don't want to get a vaccine so you're uh you're you're going to cause your grandmother to to die. Now my yeah. now my, now my grandmother I'm, she's old. Now my now my grandmother is 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 in a nursing home. She has she has a pretty advanced dementia. But before but before the uh, lock at the beginning of the lockdown happened, you know her memory was still somewhat intact. And she said, "I don't care about you know the vaccine. I just want to be able to hug my family and you know whatnot one last time before." you know, my memory goes and that to yeah. me, you know, I, I, it just, it, it broke my heart and I, uh, you know, and so I, that's what I've always told people. I'm like, that does, you think it's going to be pleasant for me to lose my fucking job? You know, I got almost, I got as perfect of a performance evaluation as you can possibly get on my last performance evaluation. It, it's not going to be pleasant for me to lose my job, but if that's what needs to be done, then that's what we, because now, even, even if you get past the religious aspect of it and you get past the health aspect of it, of what it's doing to people's health, even when you get on the other side of that, now you're telling me I have to. So I immediately am going to double down and say, fucking no, I've been, I've been fine for the last two years. I've been working, I've been going to the store, I've been doing all this shit, I'm fine. Why am I going to take a fucking vaccine now? And you can't give me a valid explanation for that. So you know what? Fuck you, no. And now I'm going to say no just because you're telling me I have to. Well, that that's that's where, that's where I'm at now, now, too. Like, I, like, I didn't, I didn't really, I didn't really care if you, if you want to get the vax, great, but, you know... But like now, now that the, now that they're trying to, you know, force, now that they're trying to force people and more importantly, fearmonger people into doing it, that's where that's where I have a problem, you know, because yeah, I've, I've I've had people go, oh, so you're you're willing to die over this, and I look at them and I go, 
I joined the fucking Marine Corps on my own and went to Kuwait. Yes, I'm willing to die for what I believe in. Yes. Why would you even question that? <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Of course I'm willing to die for something I believe in. It's it's not even it's 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 not even I mean it it's that it, it is that for me, but it, it's it's more of like, look, I I know what I'm pretty sure I know what's going to work for my body and what is what isn't. So why are you trying to tell me that even though even though I know I've gotten sick from vaccines in the past and that was just the flu vaccine, what makes you all of a sudden think that you're more of an expert on my body than I am? Yeah, well, and because because the the World Health Organization, the CDC said so. Well, and the, now, if you want a copy of uh oh and the fda is in there too if you want a copy of the uh uh 396 drugs that have been recalled by the fda that were formally approved uh, i can shoot you the link that has every single one of those drugs on there the last one being chantix that they just recalled because they found out how long has been chantix been out for like what 20 years they just found out it's causing cancer 20 years later yeah, I mean, I don't have I don't have cable TV anymore, but when I but when we did, every other commercial is for a pharmaceutical. And you know why they're having influencers and celebrities and news and all that stuff advertise the uh the shot but they don't run ads on TV. Do you know why? I mean, I don't have I don't have, you know, like I said, I don't really watch TV, so I don't I don't know. So. Well, if they ran the commercials on television for the vaccine, they would have to list out all of the side effects. But uh, if you advertise uh, it, yes. celebrities and news uh, news articles and uh, and influencers on YouTube and shit like that, you don't have to list all of the side effects. By the way, one of the side effects that are listed on it is Bell's palsy and death and myocarditis. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my my uh, my stepfather is a is a is a big uh, health nut. Yeah, and he, I mean, he's he's sixty eight. He's not he's not getting the vax. He's not getting the vax either. So, I mean, for all of the reasons, I'm not telling you not to like, if you want to go and fucking put that shit in your body, that's fine. But see, here's here's the thing. Uh, if I respect you and you're someone who has stood up there and beat your chest about government control and how you need to not bend to the government or put your knee down and you should have freedom. And if you're one of those fucking people, if you're part of libertarian Twitter or any of that shit, and then you decide because you want to travel on a plane or you're worried about losing your job, you decide to get it. That's fine. That's your choice. But I ain't ever going to fucking respect you. And I ain't ever going to be on your fucking stream again. I can promise you that. Because you have you have just made it harder for me to say no because you back down and and the most the more people who back down the harder it's going to be on the ones that don't and so if you're vocal about it and then you go well I mean I have to now because I can't blah blah then you just traded your value system in for some to get something that you don't believe is healthy for you because you bent the knee to people who are pressuring you to 
So you can get it, and that's your right, and that's fine. But I no longer respect you as 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 any type of truther type person. You're you're just another fucking shill. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, I the one the one thing I will say that is kind of like a positive, not necessarily about the vax, but one thing I always used to get as all the pro-choice people with, uh, well, it's. You yeah. know, my choice, right. my choice, my bot, my yeah, but those people, those people have always been hypocritical. So, of course, they're going to say it's different. Of course, that they, it's that's kind of one of those Fox News talking. Well, Fox News is pro vax, but uh, that's one of those, you know, kind of boomer talking points. It's like, of course, you know, you're you're talking about people who think it's not murder to inject saline into a woman's body to chemically burn a child alive and then rip that child out of the womb once it's dead, piece by piece by piece. That, that's Those are the people you're talking to. So, of course, they're going to be upside down. But the, the thing, like, take Adonis Paul, for example. Adonis Paul has never said... You know, I'm not going to get it because it's Adonis Paul has always maintained. Um, I don't want it. And so until there's some reason that makes me take this thing, I'm not going to. And then he found a reason and he decided to take it once that reason was presented. I don't like I still like and respect Adonis Paul because he was never one of those people who stood up and said, I'll never get this thing. So if you want to get it, that's fine. But don't you fucking dare stand up and try to be some fucking rights warrior and and grift off of that and then turn around and bend the knee when it gets hard. Right. Because then I won't respect you. And I and I've I've never been I've never been one of the I've never been one of those. I've I've always been one of one of those ones where it's like, look, I'm not getting it. You can get it if you want to. Yeah. I just I that's just it. I just ghost of, ghost of Nicolo said uh, one of the ones I hear a lot too. But how will our vaccines work if you don't get yours? That's a legitimate argument they're making. That look, we have to get to a certain percentage, and if we would have done that, the Delta variant wouldn't exist. And it's like, okay, so 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 you're telling me that if we would have all gotten vaccinated in the very beginning, that we would have wiped out the first virus in the history of forever? No, stop it. You can't fucking know that. You cannot know that if 100% of the population was vaccinated against this thing with this with this experimental fucking poison that they want to put in, you cannot know that it would have eliminated this virus. It's impossible to know that. So stop telling me that. I mean... Thank you for reminding me of that. <laughs> I mean... I, I didn't think about it. Yeah, no, I, that, that that's an argument I've I've heard. The other, the other thing I heard, the, and I mean... It's not just the vaccines. Apply that to the lockdowns. Oh well, if we if we had all stayed indoors for fourteen days, then we would have been out of it. Then it's you know the next thing. Oh, if we had only stayed in you know lockdown for thirty days, we could have gotten out of it, and you know, and so on. And you want to have some real fun, Sam? Let's take it to another disease. We can test for AIDS. We know when you have AIDS. Why don't since we're since we're ripping rights away from everyone and since we seem to want to quarantine everyone, why don't we go and test every person in the United States for AIDS? And then anybody who's positive to AIDS, we ship them to a 
an island that is surrounded by barbed wire fence and a full fucking military and we let them live the rest of their life on that island never being able to get off and guess what we just fucking solved the aids problem there's no aids left everybody in the world has been tested if you've tested positive you get moved to this camp on an island that is surrounded by military if you try to jump the fence we fucking shoot you um but you can live the rest of your life on that island. It's a small sacrifice to make for the health benefits for the world. And we'll just put everybody who has AIDS on this little island and poof, we eliminated AIDS. And you know what else we can do? We can do that for dwarfism. We can do it for cerebral, cerebral palsy. We can do it for everything. Let's yep. just gather it. anybody who has a fucking cold sore and test positive for fucking herpes. Let's do it. We're moving you to the AIDS island. Anybody who gets the flu, moving to the AIDS island. Done. Gone. All all diseases are gone. But wait, that sounds fucking unreasonable, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's it's for for the greater. It's for the the fact that people are saying. But AIDS doesn't exist. I know, Owen. Shut up. And and the. Well, yeah, that that that's a whole. That's all other thing. But by, by the way, I don't know why, but I've been getting Revenge of the Sis clips from last year in my uh, in my feed, and just for goofs, I uh, I went back to and, and watched the uh, the whole uh, my dad <laughs> my dad f uh, <laughs> my godfather uh, saga where he was out in the ra- in the raincoat. Uh, for that one that was a that was a bizarre yeah uh, it's it's just it's it's all it, and and this is what it like everything we're talking about is a moot point everyone knows it's not you know it, it, all of this is bullshit it none of it's real it's all a fucking storyline it's all a script but the problem with that is if we if we adhere to not talking about things that are part of the script then it's Hey, welcome to the Sam Whitfield show. Nothing's real. Nothing exists. See you guys later. And that would be your stream. <laughs> so yeah. talking about it is, is it's, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. Otherwise we just go to watching fifties videos and go live in the fifties and be happy. Yeah. Or, or what I've been doing and just, uh, watching stuff from the eight, watching stuff. From oh, are you in the eighties? Well, let's watch some eighties shit, man. I've been talking about vaccines all night. Let's watch some '80s shit. I uh, I actually, I actually, I actually, uh, I'm sure the stream will get uh, you know, like taken down for this. But I I saw uh, I did not know that Don Johnson had a uh, had a music career in addition to being in Miami Vice. But it is it is one of the cringiest, most '80s things uh, I've ever seen. Let's go. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, uh, I love you. I love your fifties nostalgia stuff and that, that's my entire format now. And it's not going to change because I'm sick of talking about this shit. And and of course, chat will be able to get me to spiral every once in a while. Everybody wins. (laughs) Yeah. um, I'm going to get Royce on in the near future. I'm going to have Royce on and he's going to go through 50 stuff with, I'm excited. Well, well, that'd be nice. I've I've had Mersh on stream like a long time ago, but I haven't had Royce on uh, yet. So I don't know. I don't know that I would. I don't. I don't know that I would gel real well with uh, with 
with uh, Mersh on a on a stream. I mean, we get along. Like if I went to a bar or something, I just don't think a stream with the two of us would be very compelling. I, uh, I mean, and plus Alan might lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the 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 last time Mersh and I were on stream together, it was like it was early on in the whole uh, John Arcade gummy. Saga. I mean, and don't get me wrong, Alan would be respectful. He probably would just leave uh, because he's always been really cool about respecting the, you know, my stream and my chat and the people I have on. So I wouldn't worry about it. But, um, but yeah, it's, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't even know if he'd come on my stream. I don't know. I've never asked him. I've talked to him a couple of times, but never really asked him. His Royce is the one I gel with more between the two of them. Yeah. I like them both. I watch Nightwave. No, no. Well, you're well. You're a mod on our. You're a mod on ROTC too. I, I've seen. I've seen your wrench. Your wrench in there. Yeah, he times. knows about me. He, you know, it's it's not like, it's not like we don't. Like if I ever go out to an event or something that they're doing, I would I would hang out with Mersh and we'd talk and laugh. Same. And, you know, it, I just I think I I think that my style and Royce's style kind of gel better. I think I think if I had if I had Mersh on and we went through fifties videos, I think Mersh would be bored out of his mind. I I would I would I would I would agree. Well, I think I think Royce does a lot of pop culture stuff too. Yeah, uh, like you do, um, and and Mersh is more like. Uh, he doesn't like a lot of Al farmer. Yeah. <laughs> Which I mean is why he was so good at. Coming well, no, that's, stuff. that's a bad, that's, that's a bad version. Mersh is, Mersh is someone, Mersh is someone who is more, uh, kind of philosophical in pointing out dickheads on the internet. That's, that's my opinion in regards to Mersh. Mersh, Mersh understands assholes and goes after them when he sees them. Yeah, that yeah, that's very that's very true. So, yeah, it's, I know there's a lot of people who don't like him, and that's fine if you don't like him. But I, I mean, I like Nightwave. I, the, I do. the The way he deconstructed Owen with that uh, with that brainworm of Crowder was was probably probably one of the best mind fucks I've ever watched in a clip. That it, it's it's just I watched it live when it was happening and. I, I was I, I was still in the cult and stuff like that, and I was watching it, going, "Holy shit!" Like he's just working them. As you know, I I I was there too when that when that happened, and you know we we were out of it, but you know I I, I assume that that had to be one of like the turning points. Uh, oh, jeez, I hate I hate saying the <laughs> turning point now because it it's it's uh, cringy, but yeah, I, I, was that one of the was that one of the first like barrier moments for you the crowder thing um no crowder lost me a while back crowder lost me when he went to blaze and kind of sold his soul well no well no what in in regards to in regards to owen i mean watching uh watching owen flip on crowder no well owen <clears throat> started getting to the point with owen where it was just like okay like he did the moon thing and I made a comment in his chat when he started on the moon thing. And I was like, really, we're doing this. Like <laughs> you just found out something that people have been going off on for 30 years and we're going to do this now. Like, you know, Hey, 1980 called and said that they want their fucking storyline back. 
you know what the what the what the oh god i'm gonna have to sit here and listen to you pine and yank information that i've heard a hundred fucking thousand times for like 20 years of my life stop and uh and it just started getting annoying and then he and then i watched him grift into the truther community and it just kind of got a little worse and a little worse and i'm like i don't i don't even like what i like why am i watching this like i don't even like it and and i noticed that i was going in the chats and stuff like that just because of the people that were in there and i just i just went ugh Dude. and 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 then i i just kind of stopped watching him and and then he was ripping off my shit uh you know he was he was watching my stuff and then 10 minutes after i would stop he would he would fire up an instagram stream and start saying exactly the same shit i was saying but not credit me and i was just like why am i why am i dealing with this douchebag and then i'm getting hit by you know i'm getting hit by 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 johnny and 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 uh and uh uh alan and i'm like why the why the fuck am i even doing this shit for this like the only reason these people are attacking me is because of him and and i just got to the point where i was like i'm just not gonna watch it and especially after i became friends with alan and i was like oh well my perception of this guy is completely different than than what i what it, what i was told it, it just kind of i just kind of I just kind of stopped. And then once he found out I stopped, it was, you know, it, well, he didn't find out once, once uh, it was said in his stream that I was no longer watching his stuff. That's when he took me, you know, did the on air takedown. But I, I checked out a long time before that. Well, I mean, we, so we left Johnny and Alan, Johnny and I and our group, we left, you know, and then the gummy thing happened after we left. We left because of the whole Nimmer thing. But in regards to the whole moon thing, the thing that in, the thing that was, you know, astounding to me wasn't so much that he was covering the moon. It was that it was the hill that he was going to die on was the moon conspiracy. And, and he, he did that for everything. You know, like you with the you with the vaccines, I can at least understand because vaccines are not a nothing thing. But the moon landing in the in like the grand echelon of conspiracies is so same thing with the JQ and whatnot. Yeah. So it just it 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 just got it just got. I'm like, oh my god! I'm gonna have to listen to him talk for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours, and hours off of something that people already know all this shit. And it's gonna annoy the shit out of me. Like, I didn't say anything outside of we're gonna be talking about stuff that people have done 20 years ago. Like, come on, like, okay. And then he just kept on going and kept on going, and then it just, it just got to the point where it was weird, you know, when he stopped drinking and and and. And his wife had this bruise on her eye and he had these scrapes in his arms and he refused to talk about how any of it, he could have made a funny story about it 
and he didn't and then he stopped drinking and then he started calling his dad gay because his dad sent an email where he said you're not going to try to hurt my family if you i told you if you ever tried to hurt my third take my family away or hurt my family i'm like why are you even saying why what what could your dad have done to try to hurt you and your fan like none of it made any sense and he was just getting erratic and i was just like okay and 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 then and then he called sauce in a war and so i'm like fuck it i'm out yeah yeah which that i I mean i didn't even know you that well at that point but when you were when you did the whore 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 rant i mean (laughs) you you became one of my legendary rants you became one of uh you became one of my my favorite my favorite. Well, he didn't I, even I, yell it into the camera. I was like, whore, whore. But he didn't. He goes, you're a whore. I'm calling you whore. How about that? But it it just it just kind of came out as, like, I'm pretty sure that all of us who saw that, we were all hearing him scream it. But he didn't actually scream it. He was just like, you're a whore. You're a whore. You're a whore. How about that? I'm calling you a whore. How about his, that? Whore. His was more like uh bratty, like, high school girl yeah, you're click you're there. Huh? Or, or, huh? or but in my mind he was screaming it at her so that's the way i recalled it yeah <laughs> i mean and yeah i mean the other thing the the thing that i kind of became known known for with uh you know him is i'm i'm the first one who called him out on his holy on his holy squirt uh you know, yeah, I was gone before any of the squirt shit. I was right. gone before his spiritual grifting. I was gone before the turpentine. I was gone before all that. Oh, shit. oh, so so was I. But I, I mean, I didn't even know what was going on outside of like, uh, outside of Johnny and and Milker clips. I had no idea what was going. on. I was like, what? He's drinking turpentine now. What the fuck is that? That that was the first stream that you and I did together. Was the turpentine? thing actually <laughs> G- going going through it through together i i didn't i hadn't covered owen in like in a couple months at that point and and then when i a moment when johnny was like dude he's he's drinking turpentine i'm like he's doing what now <laughs> i did i did enjoy i did enjoy the barrage of bear comments when i left uh, after he did the takedown and the, and the, and the, and I did, uh, still, by the way, unquestionably my most viewed video, uh, when I did that response to his little takedown, the comments were just fucking unbelievable. And I was like, you know, uh, they would come in and then I would speak bare back to them. And I'm like, yeah, I can speak retard guys. Get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? You've been here for what a week. Do you not even fucking know that Owen said, don't give people the clicks because it's going to put them in the algorithm. You're actually doing what Owen told you not to do. In fact, he called people who go and watch videos like mine, gammas, and you're being the fucking gamma. Stop being a fucking gamma gamma. Go, go get your gravy elsewhere. Yes. I can say I can speak retard with the best of them. And then they just all kind of went away and I've never heard from them again. Yeah, same here. When, when the the thing that uh, the thing that really amused that that amused me was there were uh, there were a couple bears that were like trying to that were like coming on to my videos and making like bad wheelchair jokes like 
Oh, are they? Like uh, you're like I think wheelchair jokes are funny. How about them apples? Well, Yours no, was it, just bad. It, it was. It, it was. <laughs> it wasn't even even that. It, I was more like, okay, I'm not. I'm not insulted by insulted by the fact that you guys are making wheelchair jokes. I'm insulted that you guys are part of a are part of a quote unquote comedians, you know, group, and you're writing jokes, and yet you can't even make like a good wheelchair joke. They're like the most basic, like middle school level, you know, insults. I, I was yeah. I. I was more insulted, when, insulted by the lack of creativity. So when you when you become so dull and boring that not even Milker Nation is posting about you, you got a problem. <laughs> like you're you're so you're just so boring that Milker's still going into your history and posting videos of you and James True. Because the shit you're doing now is so unbelievably fucking boring that there's no value in clipping it. Someone asked me where where Owen where Owen's at now, like where you can find him, and I I literally said I I don't I don't know, and I don't really care. He's he's he's. I so... think he's on Odyssey, if I remember. When when I watched the ten hour documentary of the uh, of the when I when I watched the ten hour thing for uh bear tardia um he said towards the end that you have to pay 15 dollars a year or 15 dollars a month for the bear app so and they post links in that but all of his streams were coming from odyssey back the the last time i saw anything on it yeah i'm was not the 10 hour documentary yeah, I'm not downloading malware on onto my phone, which is which is what the bear app is. So, oh, I don't know. I I wouldn't I wouldn't give anything to I them mean, anymore. And and I don't like you. Don't ever see him and uh uh what's that fucking goofy ass motherfucker? Uh, him and and Vox Day. You don't see them being pals and talking about each other anymore either well te- well teddy's teddy's uh blog spot got nuked uh <laughs> and i yet, don't i don't agree with it getting nuked oh 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 neither neither do neither do i but the, neither do i but but i mean what, what i'm what i'm surprised is that it took them this long to do it i mean it 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 is a blog. It is a blog spot blog. So you know it's an unnecessarily high up on the list. It's you know it's one of those things that nobody goes to anymore and reads. So. Well, and then I guess, I guess he relaunched it on his own on his own like server or whatever. But it still it still looks like a blog spot blog. It, it he I used to hear I used to hear Owen talk about Info Galactic or whatever it was all the time. Never hear him talk about that anymore. He's got his little thing, and I think Telegram he talks about, but I never, I never hear him talking about the, the, uh, their version of Twitter. I never hear him talk. What about that fucking movie? Remember the movie they were gonna make? Oh yeah, the the, the superhero movie. Yeah. yeah do the... you know what happened to that movie? Uh, that was supposed to get like released back in 2019. I, 
I think. But no, they did that generic trailer, and then there was nothing. And like, I'm honestly asking, did did they ever talk about it again or anything? I don't know. No, I mean, the last I heard from the last I heard from what uh, Scorpio posted, apparently it's basically coming on the YouTube side. What? Apparently, it's still on the uh, it's still on the back burner. I guess, but I don't know. I don't know. It just, I was watching some show and I saw a car pull off with dust coming out and it sparked my memory. And I was like, wasn't Owen supposed to be in a movie that Vox was making about superheroes and there was a car scene? Which is like, I wonder what happened to that. Which, which by the way, uh, you know, the, the thing that Vox is, uh, ripping off, I mean, writing is, uh, is actually. Yeah, Rebel Grunt. Did they announce that they weren't doing it later on, Laura? Because because I never heard them say anything either way. But then again, I haven't watched Owen in years. Yeah, Rebel Rebel's Run isn't isn't happening. But Rebel's Run, I think, is also if you want to know what it is, it's a ripoff of the Amazon of the uh, Amazon show The Boys. That's that's what the yeah, but they announced that before the boys. The boys did, didn't exist when they were talking. They were talking about that years ago. I mean, well, the the boys in terms of a comic book. In terms oh, okay, of, yeah, it was out before then. Yeah, in terms of a graphic novel, has been around for, and I mean, Vox ripped off the comic book too. So, um, it's it's Vox Day, and so it's not real shocking to ask the question. But and and I, you know, the answer is well, he's done that with everything. But didn't they didn't they take money to start that movie? Didn't they have a GoFundMe to start that movie? I think they did. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm not sure if it got funded or or uh, anything. Uh, oh, Caretaker Bear is in the chat. So or yeah, Caretaker. Yeah, I saw I saw that caretaker. I saw I saw him talk about that a couple times in that ten hour Bertardia documentary with uh paraplegic whatever his name is. Oh, Bear paraplegic bear, bear, bear. Yeah. I don't know. I've been so out of it for so long. Like I used to know everything that was going on in that community and now I'm so out of it. And and the thing is is I don't I don't give a shit. So it's not even worth I'll watch I'll watch a milker uh, video because I think they're hilarious and I like to kind of see what's going on over there but I'm kind of on the ROTC side of the house which is I'm kind of bored with it yeah yeah and I mean ROTC has been doing lots of like news related stuff like yeah and so unless unless he starts you know unless he starts burning books again or or uh or you know, drinking some fucking toxic substance or something like that. I could, I could care less, but I guarantee you that motherfucker's worn a mask. I know he says he hasn't, but I guarantee you he has. I mean, I mean, I'm not even sure what's happening with his stalker at this point. The, 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 she left and she went away and she's fucking boring now. I, I just recently unsubscribed from her because all of her streams sucked. It's like, if you're not, if you're not if you're not tracking down Owen and stalking him, I have no interest in you. Well, she she was kind of boring to begin with, except for the fact that she was stalking Owen. Stalked Owen, yeah, no, that that was fun. So they they don't the bears don't even really bother me, and it 
anymore. I'm actually. Yeah, but if he's making money off of it, Laura, he ain't going anywhere. That's why I told Anchor Bear because Anchor Bear came into my into my YouTube channel and started talking shit about me, and I was like, "Like, dude, you have no fucking clue." I said, "What you do, he promotes you." I said, "You come and talk to me the day he starts ripping off your songs and calling them his own and not giving you credit for it, and then you'll understand what I'm talking about." But until then, go back to licking licking Owen's asshole and leave me the fuck alone because you have no fucking clue what it's like to have your content stolen by this fucker and 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 not even given any type of credit for it so stop yeah he, and he went away <laughs> the the last time that uh the last time i had really heard anything from Oh, and, and I don't even know if this is really true, but I like be wearing masks in a hospital. I agree with that, actually. Yeah, I, 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 I think that people should wear masks in airports, too, just because when I, went into, when I, when I had to go into when I went into my hospital, I wore masks. That, that, that's where you're supposed to wear them. <laughs> yeah, masks are. Yeah. Hospital that's why when everybody's like oh my god donald trump was wearing a mask and it's like he's in the fucking hospital he should be wearing a mask there you retards you, you know what you know what's weird about that is i is back when uh back when we were allowed to fly i i used to wear masks on uh airplanes just because of the recycled air thing and i would always get strange looks from people for wearing a mask. Now it's the reverse. I get strange looks. Well, not so much here in Florida, but anywhere else, I get strange looks for not wearing a mask. So, yeah, no, I know he did. Tangent, uh, you know, and it was obvious. You could tell when he started stealing stuff. Like when he would grift into a new area, and people would be like, "Oh my God, I'm getting all this attention from people," and then he ripped all off all their stuff until he didn't have anything to rip off. And it, he's like a fucking locust, like he's he's like a cloud of locusts, and he descends on fields and he eats up everything in that field. And right when he gets done eating everything, he just goes to the next fucking field. He tried to, he tried to, Owen did try to bait me back in February of this of this year, and uh, I I know I know that he was trying to bait me because. As soon as I finished my uh, tribute to Rush Limbaugh stream, he goes on and I guess says something like, "I'm I'm greater than Rush than Rush Limbaugh." He was trying to bait me, and I I I just laughed and I was like, "Well, you can think that, Owen, but that's just it, it's I'm not even mad. I'm just more amused that you're that delusional that you." There's there's still people who think that there's going to be live streaming on unauthorized. (laughs) Oh man. Cognitive dissonance is a bitch. Well, I mean, it is kind of fascinating when you consider the fact that people, people are just so desperate to belong, to belong somewhere. I, I feel like that's what it is. It, that they'll they're so they're so desperate to belong somewhere that they're just willing to glom on to you know anything even if it's completely ridiculous well no i'll give them this i'll give owen this the 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 vast majority of my very loyal followers on youtube 
uh, came from the bear community. So I will give them that, 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 uh, you know, the reason, the reason that I have, uh, you know, that I was able to gain traction in the first place was because of the bear community. But other than that, there was no value in me being involved with him in any way, shape or form. I mean, I, I would, I would, I would agree, um, with that. And I mean, that's, that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why Owen is so mad at, um, at like, uh, at John Arcade was because in, in Owen's mind, Johnny basically poached all of Owen's best people and, you know, got him and got them to, to leave because of the, yeah. of, of the whole Nimmer thing. And I mean, and I mean, same thing with you. It, it I mean, when I, when I joined, when I joined Owen's thing, it wasn't even necessarily because I liked him. It was because I found Owen on Rogan and I felt bad for him that Kurt Metzger talked over him the entire time. So I wanted to. Oh, that was the third one. Yes. <laughs> I was there from the first one. Uh, no, I, I got in on, the, I got in on the third one. And then what happened was I tweeted that out and someone from the bears, I can't remember who it was. Uh, found me on Twitter and I found my Ben Shapiro interview that I did from a long time ago and told and told someone was like because Owen was still big into Shapiro at that point and uh, someone told Owen like Owen this dude interviewed Ben Shapiro so you know we need to get him into the thing and at first I I was happy to, to be there and help you know, at first Owen was like, you know, the, Owen Alan like, coming into the chat. Owen was like, this kid is awesome, you know, and he, I mean, and then, uh, you know, as soon as I was like, okay, well, you know, thanks. But, you know, I'm, I, I never really got, I was there more for the community, not so much for Owen and oh. the, uh, and Nimmer at that point. And then once, uh, yeah, once Johnny left, I was out too. So yeah. Well, Laura, Laura said uh, she she wanted to change the subject. Uh, uh, how did how did they word uh, the application for the religious exemption? They didn't. I said I have a religious exemption, and they responded back to me that I need to give them a detailed explanation of my religious exemption. And yes, they did say they would have to approve it. And yes, they said they were going to look at it very closely and they were going to uh, make determinations of whether your religious beliefs were valid or not, which is great uh, because if they don't approve my religious exemption, I am going to uh, I'm going to ass rape them in court. Because that means that they are going to approve some religious objections, and they aren't going to approve some uh, approve some others. And if they don't approve mine, but they approve others, then that means that you are that is literally the definition of religious discrimination. So we'll see. You know, they they basically told us that most churches don't have a problem with it, indicating that you have to be connected to a church. Uh, it, so we'll see. I live in the middle of nowhere. You think I can't find a church of people that are anti-vax? Oh, I know I'll win in court. Um, but it, they won't even let it get to them. With as big of a name as the hospital I have and some of the stuff they've been through in the past, 
they're not going to want to get it that far. And if they offer me, you know, enough money to where I don't have to ever work again, then I'll just go away. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to get real loud, Alan. I'm going to need your clipping abilities uh, if this thing goes south. So I'm hoping that the job that I love at the hospital that I love decides not to fire me because I don't want to put poison in my body. But if they do choose to do that, I'm going to get extremely loud and I'm going to need your help, Alan. Well, you're you're always welcome to, uh, you know, if you need to come on a show, you're always welcome here. You know, I'm to- going for the big boys at that point. Uh, I will dedicate my entire, all of the hours that I put in at work will be dedicated to increasing this channel and the volume that I put on this channel going after that. It'll become the only thing I do is, is, is going after this, this organization. So yeah, well, we'll the, see. Well, the guy, the guys who, uh, the guys who took over for rush they're uh, you know, that because it's terrestrial radio, they kind of have to, uh, you know, skirt the line a little bit in terms of what they say about the vax, but I mean, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty pro. Like, if you want to get the vax, do. But if you, if you don't, you shouldn't be forced to. So maybe you can get on a couple of radio shows too. I, I don't, I don't know. They've had no problem. They've had no problem with me going in and touching stuff and touching people and being around other people this entire time. And now, in a matter of two months' time period, they've decided that I need to be vaccinated. No. And by the way, from the time they told me I needed to be vaccinated to now was several months. So you're not worried about me infecting people during that several months? You're giving me until the end of your fiscal year to do that? Uh-uh. It, it, it trust. <laughs> ask, ask my ex-wife what battling me in court feels like. Because I will dismantle people and I play the long game. I don't, I don't play the short game. I play the long game. Uh, I had uh, my... My performance evaluation, although not perfect, was uh, significant enough to be rounded up to a perfect score. So you're, you're, you're telling somebody who literally was entered in as a perfect score on my uh, performance evaluation just a few months ago, you're telling me that, that you're, you're wanting to get rid of that person for no other reason than the fact that I have a religion and, and you can sit there and you can tell me transmission and transmission rates and all that stuff. But you never seem to have a problem with that until you decide to mandate this. And now all of a sudden you have a conviction against transmission rates. Well, I'm going to lose my job. And so my ability to stand up and say what I believe is real and valid. Uh, my religious beliefs are valid enough for me to, to, to have my job of 10 years go away because I won't do this thing because I believe that much that it's against uh, my, my, my religious beliefs. I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and you guys are the ones that are hypocrites. So uh, hopefully they won't deny it, and I don't have to go through all that. But I will. I will. I mean... Well, I'm also threatening to uh, weaponize yours as well, Alan. <laughs> I don't even plan. When you find out what hospital I work for, if if it comes to that, uh, you're you're gonna want in on. It. Promise you that. I mean, you're you. The thing that's interesting is you're supposedly in you know uh, Texas, which is you know rah rah conservative country no it's not no it's not everybody needs to stop fucking saying that i, I uh I greg know. abbott 
Greg Abbott is a subversive piece of shit that is all talk. Oh, but he gave you constitutional carry. Yeah, did you read that, Bill? Did you read what he put in place? It says specifically in there that cops, if they suspect you of carrying a weapon or you are carrying a weapon, they can stop you and search you at any time. He basically handed the police of Texas the ability to search anyone they want, anywhere they want, anytime they want, and blow right through the Fourth Amendment. Oh, but he, he said that you can't mandate vaxes uh, if you receive governmental funds or you're a part of the government. No, no, no. That's not what he said. What he said is that you can't mandate vaxes until FDA approval, which, by the way, is coming. It'll be here before September 15th. I heard that they're going to they're gonna approve it Monday. But uh, that was from an unverified source in, in chat. But I promise you it's going to be FDA approved by September 15th, which is when everybody's saying you need to have your first shot and then have your second one before the 27th. What do you, so they can get rid of you before the f- fiscal year. What do you think of... Uh, what do you think of, of uh, Ron DeSantis and what he's, what he's done? Well, I think it's like any other area of government or any... any I, I think he's put there for a reason. You know? You, you can sit there and you can talk about rights all you want, but he was for red. Uh, he was he was for red flag laws, and he uh, was the one that instituted the "Don't talk about the JQ." Yeah, the, yeah that that whole that thing was. He, he so he was say one. what you you can you can think what you want, but here's what I know: he is a governor of a state, and you don't become a governor of state without owing the elite something. So, yeah, fair, fair enough. I mean, it, it is, it is a little, it is a little weird to me that he, uh, I mean, I mean, you would think that Texas, what, what I, what I was saying earlier is obviously I know that Texas isn't the conservative bastion that people think it is, but that's still the main kind of normie perception out there well of course yeah but you do that's that's the problem with talking about this stuff is in and it really puts your your stream in a real fuck position uh when every single person is in the place that they're in for a reason and every single uh political action that happens is something that's planned um it, it leaves you with nothing to talk about <laughs> it's, it's it's just a really shitty position to be in because you can sit there and you can argue between all of the little controlled uh, argue points all over the place, but you know, controlled controlled oppositions. So you fight about the things that they want you to fight about, uh, but you don't fight about the things that they don't want you to fight about. And that's how controlled op works. And that's why people are put in the places that they're pe- being put. But you don't get to be the governor of a state without owing people something you just don't well that's uh you don't even get into congress now without owing people something it used to be you could slip into congress but it's not even that way anymore because even your crazy your boberts your uh greens all of those people they're there to make everybody look crazy so they can point to them and identify oh look look at all these crazy people Occupy Wall Street, all of it, everything. Oh, yeah. Everything is 
everything is fucking planned. Everything is written. You're not getting outside of that. If you do get outside of that, they're going to fucking shut you down or shut you up or not promote you. Uh, you won't be able to get in any lanes because all of the lanes are controlled up for streaming. So you either have to go Gamergate or you have to go Lib or you have to go uh, conservative or you have to go, you know, pro-Zionist. They're, they're, you, have to, you have to fit in those lanes and those lanes are not diverse. So you can't believe one thing from one lane and then also believe one thing from another lane. You can't have friends in one lane. A part of the reason that Owen took me down in the first place was because I was friends with Alan and he was in my chat and Owen knew that. So oh, automatically, that's the one thing I can give. I can give a lot of things to Revenge of the Sith. But one of the main things that I can give to uh, Royce and Mersh is that they both know that Alan's in my chat. They both know he's a mod in my chat. And they still come on my show. And they still, you know, they, they, they don't kick me out because people they don't like are mods in my stuff. And, and, and no, people don't do that. And so you can't get in lane. And so it's hard for me to go up that lane because when I go up every single lane I, 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 I agree with or get into, uh, eventually Alan hates those people. And I go, <laughs> I even said that on my stream one time, Alan, just one fucking time, one fucking time, can you have a larger creator than me that you don't hate just once? And he's like, no, because they're all fucking grifters. And I'm like, shit. But that's what it is. It's like you have to like all the people they like and hate all the people they hate. And if you don't cut somebody off because they had an issue with them, then you're fucked. And so you don't go anywhere. If you don't fall in line to some narrative, you won't get any publishing. You won't get any, any, any exposure. I've been doing this shit for, what, two and a half years now? And I'm barely over a thousand? And I'm good at what I do. I've, but I, I don't fit with any lanes. I'm not, I, there is, there is no universe where I would kick Alan out of my chat because somebody else didn't like him. Right. I mean, I mean, same, same here. I mean, look, I, I, he didn't do anything to me. In fact, it was the opposite. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the, well, the thing with Alan, because there was, there was beef between him I wouldn't even say there was beef, but, um, you know, for for a while, I wasn't really interacting with anyone in the ROTC community for a while because, you know, I mean, they, they've chilled out now, but for a while when, when Mersh was really going after, uh, after Alan, they didn't want anything thing to do with me because I, I liked Alan now. One of the reasons why I love Alan is because Alan was one of the first people to tell uh, Base Texan to fuck off when Base was going after me for helping Johnny, and uh, that's how Alan and I became friends. And then when uh, when Mersh threw on under the bus with the whole, you know, Owen thing. Oh, hold on just a second. I'm sorry. Pause. Uh, Soraya... Uh, I tried, uh, but there's so you type Batman into YouTube and, and it goes fucking bananas. There's so much clickbait shit around that, that I didn't find it, but I know he fucking took it from somebody, but no, I got bored with it after a while. And I, I, I stopped trying to find it, but no, I never found it. Did yeah. You... Turn your mic up, Sammy. 
Did you figure out the, um, did you figure out the, uh, oh, the, the Batman? No, well, so, so Owen did this movie. Uh, so basically Owen, Owen ripped off, uh, uh, what is his name? Um, he doesn't do movie stuff anymore. Uh, what was, what was his name? The, uh, black pilled guy. Um, yeah, black pilled was the name of his channel. Um, and he used to do breakdowns on movies, um, where he would point out all of the subversion in movies. And, uh, and so he basically ripped that whole format off of, of black pilled and, uh, to the point where black pilled stopped talking to him. Um, but uh but he ripped that off well he did this one thing on the batman series and he he basically did a movie breakdown but i could hear somebody else's voice in it like i know he got it from somewhere else but i never could find where he got it from oh owen ripped off my uh john wick review series and i wouldn't wouldn't surprise me you know and yeah devin stack that's who it was and uh like well, well, and the other thing was he complete, he didn't, he didn't, he ripped off enough of it, but he also wildly misinterpreted like what that movie is about and made it, he made John Wick into something that it's not. So, which is, you know, John Wick. Yeah, I didn't hear his John Wick one. So, you know, if, if he completely missed the mark, he may have tried to do it on his own, but the Batman one. It was just too well organized, and and it's like, uh, uh-uh. uh, like I could hear somebody else's voice saying it, so I knew it came from somewhere. Did he? Did he try and make himself into Batman? That's the... no, no. He was saying Batman was uh, a communist piece of shit. Was basically his his whole thing that the Batman movie wasn't a great set of movies because uh, uh, because it was promoting communism or something like that. He, he, it was a it was a decent breakdown of some of the stuff in it, but that only lended more to the fact that he didn't come up with it himself. Oh, well, oh, well, he, he basically, he took my John Wick review and then was basically like, so yeah, guys, I'm John, I'm the real life John Wick. And it's like, (laughs) and it's like, I didn't realize John Wick was retarded. (laughs) Okay. Oh, excuse me. Neurodiverse. (laughs) Is is that is that what the new phrase is? Neuro di- yeah. neuro di- neurodiverse. Oh, for to which I I submitted a or uh, I sent a super chat to Adonis Paul, and uh, he was he uh, he had this girl that was talking about being neurodiverse, and she worked at a preschool, and so I sent him a super super chat that said neurodiverse is to retarded what preschool is to daycare. Well, <laughs> there's people that are going to college for four years. And then they go and start working it in a preschool. Well, preschools are fucking daycares. I worked at a preschool when I was 18. Like they're fucking daycares. And you've got a four year degree walking into a fucking daycare. Get the fuck out of here. Well, my, well, hell is wrong with you? well, my, well, my favorite, my favorite phrase is that my, my favorite phrase that I get a lot is, Oh, Sam, you're not handicapped. You're differently capable. No, not no, not even that. You're differently abled. Differently abled. So, so the next time somebody says that to you, and you go, 
oh wow well you're not just offensive and stupid you're retarded i got it that makes sense <laughs> fucking retard well uh, yeah that retard's uh, a great word it's a universal word that i will never let go away that uh, oh my oh my friends and i call call each other retard retards all the time of course. That, that and uh that and faggot are two of my Ooh, like, throwing out the f-slur on youtube damn uh, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I'm at, I'm at 750, I'm at 753. It was a, it was a good, it was a good run. I'm, I'm, I'm probably not going to make it to a thousand subs. So. Well, it's, I'll tell you what, I sat between 600 and a thousand for almost a year and a half. I, I'm not, I'm not Chuck where I have, I'm not Chuck Boris where I can, uh, I haven't had my Nimmer moment yet where uh, I can go from like 300 subs. See, that's that's the other thing with me is I'm never going to have a Nimmer moment because I don't, I don't, I just don't care enough to go after people. Like, I don't, I don't go after, it's not my thing. You know, some people are good at it. You know, there's some people that they're, they're good at going after people. It's just not my thing. You know, my thing is to sit down with a group of people and have fun and maybe throw some some really good life advice every once in a while. But uh, I have a feeling that again, if they don't accept my, uh, uh, if they don't accept my religious exemption, this, uh, this getting fired thing may end up being my quote unquote Nimmer moment. And, uh, and I'm not going to be shy about it. Yeah. And, and I'm not going, you know, people, the grifters are want to going to want to scoop that up and grift off of it. And my ability to communicate that is going to appeal to people. And, uh, and so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to have a problem at all talking to grifters. Even if I know they're a fucking grifter, I need to get the word out. I need to get, you know, I need to get, you know, incoming money to be able to actually sue the people. And, and, you know, if I need to, if I need to go on shows of grifters, then I'll go on shows of grifters. I don't give a shit because my story doesn't change. And, and, and the impact of that doesn't change whether I'm on a grifter's fucking show or I'm on somebody who isn't. Yeah. I mean, also though, the, the, I, I feel like some people take the definition of grifter itself and, uh, well, of course they do, but the grifters I'm talking about are legit grifters. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, people, I know, I know that there's a lot of people who think that anybody who makes any amount of money online is a grifter, but you know, that's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about the people who they want to get behind a cause to fight for freedom. Blah 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 blah. Right, right. Yeah. If I need to use them, I will use them. I've watched them use all kinds of shit forever. If I want, if I need, if they need to be used at some point, then they will. It it is it is amazing to me that people are just now figuring out that Black Rifle Coffee is a uh, is a grift, um, too. Well, when if if you're anything that gets promoted by Shapiro or or Crowder or anything like that, then you're 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 a fucking grifting piece of shit. I mean, you just are. Um, there was a time when Crowder was in Michigan that you wouldn't have been that. But if you think if you think I won't talk to fucking Blaze because I think Blaze is a subversive piece of shit, you're out of your fucking mind. If it comes down to this and I lose my job and I need to get exposure for it, then I'll fucking talk to Blaze. 
Yeah, uh, tell. I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth area where Blaze is. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you think I won't talk to that Eric July guy about it, you're 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 dead wrong. Eric Eric Jul- Eric July is a, is a is a pretty cool cool guy. He, he's he started he started getting absorbed by Blaze, but I think he said something wrong with the Blaze guys, and he kind of got kicked out of the circle so yeah he he did i i i've been fo- i've been following him for a for a while well, well he well he well, did my problem my problem with eric july I, I actually liked him when i first saw him when he had you know like 150,000 subs or whatever uh before he started like really blowing up but i liked him in the beginning but then he started kind of going clickbaity i i can't handle the clickbait shit clickbait makes me nuts and i know it's the way to grow and and that's another that's another thing I'm I'm never going to I'm never going to be big because all of the things you need to do to be big I can't stomach. I can't be a clickbaity fucking, you know, put my face going on on some fucking screenshot of something that I photoshopped. You know, I can't um oh that was a green screen for you too, Alan. Um I can't I just can't do it. I can't pick fights with people. It's just not in my nature. You know, I can't I can't go and I can't put destroyed in all caps. I can't mislead somebody to what my video is going to be. Like if I bail out of something and start ranting for two hours, I did that with uh, a couple of streams ago. I was five minutes into a video and then I just went on like an hour and 45 minute, just absolute rant. And uh, I went in and I changed the name of the video. So people wouldn't be misled clicking on my video, you know? And and it's just I I I can't bring myself to do that shit, and uh, and I don't like it. Makes me uncomfortable when somebody else does it. I just don't like it. It, just, it can't do it. And he does that a lot. He, he does the the clickbaity titles with the little yeah, icons. And I, I'm not I'm not talking shit about him. I don't think he's a bad dude or anything like that. Uh, I just I, it just got to be too much. The the in, the interesting thing is, Semper is that whole that whole thing that type of like communications. That is what I have my or that is what I have my degree in. So I understand how all that stuff works. But in terms of like my personal brand, I can't do that type of stuff either. And part of it is for the same reason you can't. The other part of it is is i just don't have i would rather put my energy in, into uh talking to people and actually producing the show all that well like... there's there's a guy on twitter castillo something like that i think he works for blaze or something but he actually has pretty good breaking news tweets but it's like every single one of his fucking breaking news tweets he he puts a fucking my pillow ad in every single one of them i'm just like dude like I can't. I, I I unfollowed him on Twitter because I just can't. It's like you 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 just invalidated everything you said by putting some fucking stupid go buy a pillow from fucking my pillow guy. I uh I actually you're you're gonna you're gonna love this. So the podcast platform that I use Yeah, July is on Young Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Young But he's got those he's got those music videos and they're overproduced and he's He's, it's it's almost like he's trying to be that uh that British guy the fucking uh uh what is his name oh um, Milo no 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 the British rapper music guy uh, oh Zuby 
Scooby. He, it's like he's trying to be. It, it just, I don't know. It's just too much for me. Um, I mean, I'd probably get along with the dude if we hung out or whatever. But it's just, I, I just, uh, it's like flying a flag and an eagle screech, you know, and then being like, yeah, America. I just, I can't fucking do it. But, but Semper, you're you're a veteran. That's what all veterans do. Yeah, except for I'm a veteran that says we shouldn't be in any fucking country and that it's none of our fucking business. Well that well that well that's my that's that's what I was saying with with black rifle coffee though, is I think people are starting to wake up because their whole thing is I'm a I'm a veteran, bruh. What did you So my opinion is more important than, yeah, than yours. You crush puss? Do you do sport? I, I I, I bet I bet you can't crush push I I bet you can't uh crush puss bruh. That yeah. The those types. So. But again, those people were promoted for a reason, you know. Cuz you you can't have that crazy. Do I watch I see so many clips of so many fucking shows with people with hundreds of thousands of people and it's like how does this person even have a fucking show let alone an audience? It's, it's they're so bad at it. Like like H three, I don't understand how H three has a fucking channel. Like you're terrible. Like it's it, first of all, you're unpleasant to look at, and I'm not the prettiest man in the world, you know. Like I I I know what this is, you know. It's not the worst, but you know I'm not I'm not what you would as he said in uh in in uh in. The water boy. I'm not what you would call a pretty man, uh, you know. But I don't look like that fat fucker, you know. And he just goes on and like all of his bits suck. And then he has these fucking annoying women on all the time. Then they suck and they're screechy and and so I just don't get it. And 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 the only explanation is because he's promoting subversive shit. Yeah, well, well, that, well, that's the same thing with with Nick Fuentes. Is like, people, people were like, why aren't, why don't you like Nick Fuentes? Fuentes, you're both young. Like, this was good when he was just when people were passing around clips like three years ago. You know, he was he was somebody who was saying shit people weren't weren't saying. You know, but then then he jogged right into that fucking mainstream. And I don't know. I don't know if they were that way from the beginning, or if they realized in order to progress, I have to slide into this uh, role, and and then they get caught up in it. They lose their soul and they start selling it for fucking money. You know, I I don't know which came first in in between those two. Did you sell your soul and then you became something, or in the process of becoming something, did you sell out your soul and now you're stuck? My problem, my problem with Fuentes has always been the fact that he's an is I've always seen him as an edgy boy for the sake of being an edgy boy. I can say edgy shit too, but if I don't believe, if I don't, you know, if I don't believe it, uh, you know, I'm not. It, I'm not gonna do. Also, the edgy thing is. Really I know, much- ghost. I know, I know, I know what's behind it. I do, I do. Is also the edgy thing isn't my uh, personality. Wait, wait, what? What's but what? What's behind me? 
Look at the chat. Just look at the chat. It's okay as long as you don't say it. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, yeah. I know I, how they get their stuff. I just, I just don't know it because everybody starts out unknown, right? So I don't know if the person got to where they were at or got to where they are um, and gained an audience because they sold out or whether during the process of gaining their audience and going up the ladder, they realized that unless they sold their soul and, and pushed a narrative, they wouldn't be able to get past a certain point. It's one of those two. They either started off selling their soul or they sold it to progress up the promotion ladder. Um, well, then let me ask you an interesting hypothetical. What if, I know this isn't going to happen, but like, let's say for whatever reason, for for whatever reason, the anti-vax thing becomes like a majorly big narrative, right? And somehow you skyrocket. Now you now you've believed in anti-vax from day one, but all of a sudden it's become a big narrative. Is that the uh-huh. same thing as selling out? I don't. I don't think no what what happens is when you start speaking when you start saying things that you clearly don't believe. So when when like like let's take let's take my Twitter for example. You can go back. If you go back far enough in my Twitter, you can see me being Mr. Conservative guy because there was a period of time where I actually believed that. But I didn't wipe it out right. when I realized it was all bullshit. And so this is where I'm at now, and I'm pretty deep-seated in where I'm at now. You're not going to see a major change like you did in, the, in, the, in my conservative days because I was fooled by the same thing that a lot of people were fooled in the beginning. You know, I was, you know, I was pro-Trump. I was this and that. And it was because I was pulled up in that same uh, – the, the whole reason Trump was put where he was put – was to get people like me to to go into a lane. Well, when I found out that that lane was bullshit, I stepped out of that lane and didn't have a problem with calling out people in that lane. And not like Owen. Owen Owen grifted off of all of those lanes. But mine was a core belief. And then once I realized that it was all bullshit and I see other things are all bullshit and everything's fucking bullshit, then... You know, then I started playing in the lines of that, of saying, okay, well, I'm just going to fucking run 50s videos all the time because it doesn't fucking matter anymore. Um, But if if the anti-vax thing ever got big, my message wouldn't change. My friends wouldn't change. Like, it just wouldn't. And, uh, you know, if I I started going up some anti-vax ladder... And they told me, well, uh, we're going to promote you up, but you can't talk about this specific thing anymore. And that thing was integral to who I was. There's no way I could fucking do it. That, that, I would sit where I'm at and I would stay there. And that's that's kind of what happened with that is kind of what happened with me, because at one point uh, they want they wanted me uh, to kind of be the conservative cripple guy i guess which yeah. is what which is what madison cawthorn and it was fucking offensive 
and it's <laughs> and it's not even it's not even that I'm like against talking about my disability. I I will, but I've never seen it as like a core thing of like who I am. So for so for me to like make it who I am, I mean it. The right does. Here, let me give you let me give you an example of something I wouldn't do. Okay, I will never whore out my daughter. You will never you will never see videos of my daughter. Uh, uh, you know, in a meltdown or anything like that. I would not create a channel um, in order to progress and rise up the ladder to make my story a little bit more to to create a channel that revolves around my my daughter. And it it just wouldn't happen. And if uh, you know, there there was a point where, like, if I had an opportunity to um, you know, have a channel that let's say to build a channel and I do have that opportunity and I could, and I just don't, I, I don't, and I won't, I considered it for a little while having an, uh, a channel that's similar to, uh, uh, fathering autism, uh, to where, you know, it was, it was more of, you know, a journey in my daughter learning things and stuff like that. I considered starting a channel, but the more I thought about it, the more I felt like it would be whoring my daughter out. And so I just, didn't do it. And then plus, you know, people get weird and creepy and stuff like that. And they start taking those videos and doing shit with them. And I, I, it would be out of my control at that point. So if I were, let's say going up an anti-vax ladder and I was starting to succeed and they said, we want you to start, you know, bringing your daughter cause she's cute and she's amazing and awesome. And that'll really help your analytics and all that. So my answer would be no. Right. My answer would be no. And, and if it meant not progressing anymore, that's fine because I'm not going to whore my daughter out. I'll talk about her. I'll talk about her story, but I'm not going to whore my daughter out. Right. Which I, I find, I find that ad admirable, um, you know, that you're, that you're not going to do, to do that. And I mean, it's not admirable. It's being human. It's, it's being a decent human being, you know, like the fathering autism guy, uh, he has a decent channel. It's kind of clickbaity, and that's why I kind of moved away from it because it is it is a little clickbaity. Uh, but then again, that's the way you promote stuff. Uh, but he he was one of those people that he abs- he 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 said up front, and to his credit, he's never done it that he will never show a meltdown for his daughter. And I gained a lot of information from his channel. Uh, yes, he's connected to to Autism Speaks, and Autism Speaks is a fucking terrible. Uh, that that's another thing. I would never in a million years promote autism speaks. Not in a million years. Where the hell did that thing come from? I'm, but I'm not really familiar with uh, with. I, I mean, I know what autism speak speaks is, but I'm not. You know, I guess I'm not in that circle. So, You're, well, autism speaks is kind of. It's the it's the charity that uh, that is kind of the Red Cross of the autism world. But there are videos out there that they made as promotional videos and stuff for Autism Speaks where they like these documentaries they made of autistic parents. And the literally 
they have parents crying saying that they wish they had gotten an abortion and and just it's so hard raising them <laughs> and they're just shitting all over their fucking kids oh yeah and it's like you guys are fucking gross if you want to see it uh if you want to see a good breakdown of autism speaks uh uh sinatra says i don't know if it's still on his channel but if you if you go to youtube let me see if uh if it's there but if you go to youtube and you because sinatra says has two autistic kids um bet you didn't know that uh he's got three kids but i know for a fact two of them are autistic uh so sinatra says autism speaks yeah so he did multiple videos on uh autism speaks and uh and and played uh some of their promotional videos and they're just they're just fucking vile. Let me drop one into your show links. I'll watch them with you if you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's. Because I meant to do one on them, but I never got around to it. And then I forgot about it, but you just reminded me. Well, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, the similar thing with like the cerebral palsy, you know, community too is well i'm sure your community has all kinds of fucking grifting non-profits oh oh yeah well well the well the the one grift that people like keep trying all right it's in your show links the one thing that people keep like trying to get me to get into is like the motivational speaking grift which motivational speaking is is a grift in of itself because if uh you know I don't think good life advice should cost like a hundred and you know fifty hundred and sixty bucks in like a VIP package, in order to you know gain the key of knowledge. That's you know all the good life advice is in the Holy Bible, in my uh, in my book. So, yeah, I dropped I dropped that video in show links. If you want to run that video, I'll run it with you right now. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, let me let me pull it up here. Because I don't think people realize it. I don't think people realize how bad this is. Let me copy this. Yeah, I mean, if you if you really wanted to, you could find a couple of pictures of me as a spirit animal. But you know, I don't I don't throw them out there, and I certainly don't throw them out there lightly because she's she's a beautiful little girl, and there are a bunch of sicko people online. Oh yeah, absolutely. This video subject was brought to me by one of my subscribers named Raz, and. This subject means a lot to me, so I'm going to try to model this video after Jeff Holliday's video he did about Alzheimer's. This isn't going to be a happy-go-lucky, take-the-piss-out-of-some-crazy-feminist video. This is going to be a serious video. Now, listen to how subdued he is topic. about this, and Something you'll see why in a minute. background, like Jeff said, like you're seeing now, you'll get this. And if you want to help Jeff's cause, there's a program you can use called Folding at Home, where it takes your unused computer's you processing power you says already? keyboard and uses uh, it to fold proteins. It basically does math. Channel, if you get a new prime number, you get a reward. I've seen it happen. 
but to today's topic, it's Autism Speaks. Now, being autistic doesn't necessarily mean you're mentally retarded or you're a bad kid, but what it means is that you understand things differently and you communicate differently and you handle emotions differently. I know this because my two boys are autistic, diagnosed and all. But autism is different things to different people. Some people are incredibly brilliant and creative and just are, are a, they have a different working brain altogether. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. And it's not. These people are, Bill Gates was autistic. He had Asperger's. Steve Jobs was thought to be autistic. Albert Einstein was thought to be autistic. So just saying that you're autistic or knowing that someone's autistic does not mean they are an unfunctioning, an unmovable object in the fucking community. It means that they are just a little bit different. You see how pissed he is just at the idea of talking about this? People need to remember that. Oh, yeah. But especially with such small children like I have under five years old, what's really hard about autism is that they can't express themselves. They have a hard time communicating, and they have a hard time dealing with emotions. It's it's really challenging, but it also and you and you would like you could see life. how frustration would uh, my day job uh, pause it for a sec. It was just too much. Uh-huh. Think about think about this. Let's let's say um, let's say you're talking to somebody, and you're giving them information, and they're just not fucking getting it. And you're telling them over and over, and they're just the simplest little thing, and you're going, motherfucker, like, I've told you this, like, how can you not understand this? Let's say Vax or, or some political thing, and you, you've broken it down, you've given them all the documentation, you've given them everything that they need to understand it, and they still just don't fucking get it. And you're like, God damn, how do you not see this? That's, that's the equivalent of what my daughter goes through every fucking day when she's trying to express herself to someone and they're not getting it. Like when she does melt down and even I can't figure out what it is that she wants or what it is that she needs. It's, it's a level of frustration of I'm communicating something to you and you just simply don't fucking understand. Right. And so she gets it, she gets upset and anybody would, but everybody likes to point at autistic kids and say, Oh, look, they're melting down. How many times do you melt down a day? How many times do you get frustrated and get pissed off? What? Just because they express it differently. And so, yeah, it, it is. They have a different way of communicating and yes, they get frustrated when you don't understand just like you would. And that's what he's talking about right here for my grandma to deal with by herself and for anyone who knows me pretty well they know that the mother of the boys isn't involved in turn the audio up a little she well i don't want to talk about that that's another video for another day thankfully (laughs) i've had amazing support on youtube with this and everybody involved and i owe you guys a million thank yous you'll never understand enough you're keeping my family afloat in this incredible hard time Having two boys with mild autism, is it, it faces its own challenges. We all do with it. It's something I've never dealt with before. We can personally. turn mine up. But what I really hate is when someone takes something as affecting as autism is to a family 
and turns it around and tries to use it for profit. Now, while I'm making this video, I want everybody to keep it in their head that they call it the autism spectrum for a reason, which means you can be very low functioning where you need constant care 24 seven, or you can be very high functioning where you are like a genius. So remember, unlike gender, autism is an actual spectrum. Okay. <laughs> but I want to talk about the charity called Autism Speaks. This was brought to my attention and a lot of the research was done. I by think he may have been sick when he did this. Patrons named Raz, who is autistic. Yeah, he seems well And she brought it to my attention that this company is a fucking sham. Autism Speaks is dedicated to promoting solutions across the spectrum and throughout the lifespan for the needs of individuals with autism and their families through advocacy and support, increasing understanding and acceptance of people with autism spectrum disorder and advancing research into the causes and better innovations for autism spectrum disorder and related conditions. What they say is that they are here for families and to fund research for autism to find the solution. Now, I don't know exactly what they mean by finding the solution, but I don't like the way that sounds. Now, more importantly, no. even more so, is let's take a look at their financial records from 2016. If you look here, $3,280,353 was their total amount donated to science grants, awards, and research Family Service Grants, Awards, and Research. 3.2 million out of 95 million total spent. 3.2 was donated to families in science research. Wait, 95 million was their total? Yep. And only, wow, jeez, that, that, that in and of itself. Oh no, it's big business, man. Oh yeah. which they claim is their main thing. Now you may ask, where's the rest of that money? Well, it went to salaries, media, legal fees, meetings, printing, occupancy, software, and other. Maybe it's just me, but if your whole charity is built around you saying that you help autistic people, maybe you should actually help autistic people instead of 3% of everything. Yeah, and Almost that's not 95 million. That's 108 million. They gave three million to families. So, so it's just like the Wounded Warrior Project, then, where yeah, it's like any of them. Yeah, gee, yeah. I mean, i i used to I used to donate to the Wounded Warrior Project until a veteran friend of mine told me not to because she, no, anything uh, that's a national charity, you're throwing your money away. Salvation Army. Uh, uh, Red Cross, uh, Autism Speaks, Wounded Warrior, anything that's a nationally syndicated charity is you're you're wasting your money. Yeah, well, and I mean, and I mean, and the Boy Scouts too. They, you know, they the Boy Scouts spent the knee, but that that's all another stream. Uh, million on media. What could they be putting out there that costs forty-two million? Well, it's disgusting ads like I am autism. If you don't want to watch this ad, I completely understand. Skip about three minutes and 45 seconds ahead. But I suggest you watch it just to see where that millions and millions and millions of dollars are going.
Which, by the way, that's a really shitty logo for that much money. I am autism. I'm visible in your children. But if I can help it, I am invisible to you until it's too late. I know where you live. And guess what? I live there too. I hover around all of you. I know no color barrier, no religion, no morality, no currency. I speak your language fluently. And with every voice I take away, I acquire yet another language. I work very quickly. I work faster than pediatric AIDS, cancer, and diabetes combined. And if you are happily married, I will make sure that your marriage fails. Your money will fall into my hands, and I will bankrupt you for my own self-gain. I don't sleep, so I make sure you don't either. I will make it virtually impossible for your family to easily attend a temple, a birthday party, a public park, without a struggle, without embarrassment, without pain. You have no cure for me. Your scientists don't have the resources, and I relish their desperation. Your neighbors are happier to pretend that I don't exist. Of course, until it's their child. I am autism. I have no interest in right or wrong. I derive great pleasure out of your loneliness. I will fight to take away your hope. I will plot to rob you of your children and your dreams. I will make sure that every day you wake up, you will cry, wondering who will take care of my child after I die. And the truth is, I am still winning, and you are scared, and you should be. I am autism. You ignored me. That was a mistake. And to autism I say, I am a father, a mother, a grandparent, a brother, a sister. We will spend every waking hour trying to weaken you. We don't need sleep because we will not rest until you do. Family can be much stronger than autism ever anticipated, and we will not be intimidated by you, nor will the love and strength of my community. I am a parent riding towards you, and you can push me off this horse time and time again, but I will get up, climb back on, and ride on with the message. Autism, you forget who we are. You forget who you are dealing with. You forget the spirit of mothers and daughters and fathers and sons. We are, we are the United Kingdom. We are the United Nations. We are coming together in all climates. We call on all faiths. We search with technology and voodoo, prayer and herbs, genetic studies, and a growing awareness you never anticipated. We have had challenges. But we are the best when overcoming them. We speak the only language that matters. Love, love for our children. children. Our capacity to love is greater than your capacity to overwhelm. Autism is naive. You are alone. We are a community of warriors. We, we have, have a voice. You think because some of our children cannot speak, we cannot hear them? That is autism's weakness. You think that because my child lives behind a wall, I am afraid to knock it down with my bare hands? You have not properly been introduced to this community of parents and grandparents, of siblings and friends and school teachers, therapists, pediatricians and scientists. Autism, if you are not scared, you should be. When you came for my child, you forgot. You came for me. Autism, are you listening? that was yeah yeah it was a bunch of parents thinking that uh their kid is going to destroy their marriage and their lives but they're going to be stronger and they're going to beat it because but they're acknowledging that that your kid is a destructive force into your family 
and and the problem is is that it's not the kid that's the fucking problem it's you if you're weak enough to fucking to 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 lose your 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 marriage or your family because you can't put up with uh with with the meltdowns and stuff like that then something is fucking wrong with you not her not him you yeah that and that's that's the general mentality that autism speak at. it gets worse he runs other things oh i'm oh i'm sure it does i i'm not even i'm not even autistic but this is in, insulting Ugh. Treating autism like it's some demon that lives in your child is fucking disgusting. Like I said fucking before, disgusting. with children with autism, they're not demons, they're not hell spots, they're not even, they're not even unaware of the world around them. They just understand things differently. But I mean, how much better of an ad can you buy with $40 million? But if you think that's bad, if you think that advertisement was disgusting, I'm about to one-up the fuck out of it because this next one... Has a mom yeah, who the next one you want to you want to fucking child. piss everybody off. Play commercial. the next. One. It's about seven minutes, but I, I really need you to watch it. Okay. This one is if this is the one I think it is where it's showing the parents crying. Yep, this is it, motherfucker. Look, you don't put your fucking kids meltdowns on video ever. Autism. Autism never took a day off on me. Fucking whore. He always has to have my attention. And it's, it's exhausting. He doesn't speak much at Look, all. The girl is kissing her mom on the cheek and she's telling you how exhausted she is and how exhausting her fucking kid is. Everything about Daniel's life that seems normal for a typical kid, like going out to dinner or, or going to a park, all that for us is work. Yeah, this this type of shit is why my mother was in was never in it was never in any uh, support groups because this is what they were all like. So, oh, it's so much fucking work. Have you ever ever heard me speak about my daughter like this? Ever? No, I've I've never heard. I've I'll never acknowledge heard. that you know, hey, you know, she wears my ass out, but. I would never speak of her like they're speaking to their kids right now. It's it's fucking disgusting. And the fact that autism speaks is promoting this shit is is the worst part about it. Keep going, keep going, because it gets worse. Okay. A little bit more. I'm almost done. I so hope I won't be changing diapers when he's six and a half. I didn't choose to do this. I'm not a therapist. I was drafted. I have an autistic child. Everything I do is, is about autism. I have to stay home with him because I have to facilitate the, the therapist going here, going there, the medication, the constant medical appointments. The parents of autistic children have to be fucking together and, and we have to. Because they understand if your kid is having a meltdown and there's no judgment, it's just that's how it is. They have no idea how easy it is compared to this. You know, your heart is breaking all day long. You, know, you think about his future. Heart is not breaking all day long. I don't 
think they can understand that. And the parents who were going out for bagels together and are like, oh, do you want to come for a bagel? And I think, yes, and another You hear what they're saying, Sam? Me, 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 me. I've all, the other thing, the other thing I've noticed in this, uh, what's missing in this video? Can, can you think of anything specifically? Yeah, well, the dads are not there, but I think there's a dad in one of them. But yeah, this is mainly the moms. Pull your mic up, chief. Well, yeah, no, uh, no dads. There we go. No dads up in this. Yeah, I don't think there's a dad in this commercial. I don't remember. It's been a long time since I watched this. Go home and work on that. And then I have to take the other two to therapy. So, no, I can't go for a bagel. Yeah, I Dan can't go for a bagel. He ran out the door himself, which was absolutely terrifying. It was freezing cold, no shirt on, and no shoes on. Daniel had walked at the front door. He got away from me, and he was running down the middle of First Avenue. She took off. Yeah, that happens. That's why. That's why you, they call him a flight risk, and you and you stay on top of him. Look at traffic. Running, and the one time she got out of the yard was fucking terrifying. I feel like I'm playing this game, which is life or death to me. Can't you just keep your child quiet? No. People have no idea what it's like to have a child with autism. We're just judged more harshly and more constantly and expected Not to do judged. things that no human being should be expected to do. Why is he hitting himself? It's always heartbreaking. When Jody was on the swings and crying, the other moms were sort of looking and wondering why this eight and a half year old girl was screaming and carrying on because she didn't want to get on a swing. Then don't put her on the fucking Have swing. A little bit more understanding, a little bit more compassion and show that to your children as well. We're freaking out on the swing as her telling you she doesn't want to swing. It's not that fucking hard, whore. Calling you saying she had bitten someone or she had kicked a kid or she had hit a teacher. And that's why they have special ed classes. Uh, they don't want Daniel to be disruptive. They don't want a lot of times for their kids to have to deal with that. You can't go to kindergarten. You know, my school district doesn't have, they they don't have anything appropriate for him. There are parents who are forced to put kids in schools that are completely overcrowded and 12 kids and one teacher. And the, the kids don't make progress. But I remember that was a very scary moment for me when I realized I had sat in the car for about 15 minutes and actually contemplated putting Jody in the car and driving off the George Washington Bridge and that that would be preferable. You hear that, Sam? Yeah, what yeah, what the fuck, bitch? She committed she she considered murder suicide because her daughter's fucking autistic. And by the way, let's point a couple of things out. First of all, she need the, the the girl going up to her is the girl trying to communicate that she needs something. Yeah. Also, that room is not the room of an autistic kid. They, I will tell you right now, the spirit animal would immediately walk over to that little fucking pink house and take everything in it and toss it to the other side of the fucking room. And then she would probably turn it sideways, drag it over the window, stand on top of it as she watches out the window. And if she can find paper, she would take the paper and start ripping it up into little pieces, throw it up in the air and going, oh, <laughs> this is this whole fucking thing is stupid. But you have a little girl who's trying to get her mom's attention and she can't even stop fucking recording long enough 
to fucking pay attention to her daughter. You got another woman that's trying to put her kid on the swing. The kid is clearly saying, I don't want to, I don't want to swing right now. I want to go do something else. And the mom's shoving her in the swing. And of course she's going to have a meltdown as a result of that. And the mom isn't worried about the fucking kid. No, the mom's worried about what the other moms think about her. Cause she's a fucking whore and a shit ass mom. Yeah. It's, it's all about perception. The, the spirit animal has has multiple different stations that we go to. We have her trampoline. We actually it starts with her bars. We go out to her uh, uh, to her trapeze bars and we swing on that. Then she goes to the trampoline. And then when she's done the trampoline, we go out to the swing. We swing on the swing. Then we go to the pool. And then we go to the rocks to throw them in the in the pond. And then once we're done throwing the rocks in the pond, she wants to go back to her uh, trapeze bar. And we just make a round robin of that. If she wanted to go and, and and swing and I took her to the trampoline and forced her to jump on the trampoline when she wanted to go to the swings, she would do exactly that 100% of the time because that's not what she wants. And clearly you're not understanding what she wants. So she's getting frustrated at the fact that that's what she wants. It, 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 would, it would be the equivalent of that woman going up to her a fucking husband or a boyfriend and saying, I need this from you, and him just ignoring her and then giving her something that is the opposite of what she asked for. You think she wouldn't be a fucking bitch to him? You think she wouldn't tell him, you don't understand what my needs are? You think she wouldn't cry? You think she wouldn't stamp her little feet and say, you don't really know me. You don't really love me. Of course. But because she can't say it verbally, it's invalid for her. Fuck that bitch. Go ahead. It just took a lot of. Wants to drive her into a fucking lake. Go suck a dick. Out of the equation because we were always filled with fear. When you have a child with autism, I think the rate for divorce is like 80%. I didn't give that marriage. Oh, Are you going to blame your divorce on your children? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Uh, this is this is a commercial for Autism Speaks. Yeah. Yeah. So you're essentially saying that your kid is a, bur- is a burden. Yeah. Yes. A burden that causes you to consider killing yourself and your child. Jesus. Um, what I could have, because I had nothing left to give. It's very hard to manage the the emotional issues. The financial Is it hard? Issues. Is it hard? We had to borrow money from my parents. We had to borrow money from my sister. The $50,000 that we're in debt is all about the autism. What I spend on... Oh, so you're in debt because of your kids? Uh, that the insurance companies are not paying for. It's a large look number. At, look at all the shit in that house and that tell me that they're in like debt because of their fucking kid. Years, and those holes are still there because we don't have any money to fix that. We keep saying that we're just sending, you know, Daniel to Harvard over and over again <laughs> every year for the rest of his life. So you just keep borrowing and you just keep trying and you just keep being disappointed and you just keep going broke. Except you don't. I imagined Little League and trips and vacations and- Now we get um, to hear how she doesn't go get to go on trips and vacations because of her stupid fucking kids. Go. 
fucking thing was about how miserable their life is and then they put 30 seconds at the end of the mom kissing some their hands kid. down worst fucking parents on the face of the earth and what else is just a little bit strange to me is that it's all moms i don't see a single dad in this as a father there we go that hurts because it's like we don't exist but these parents are fucking selfish awful human beings how could you ever fucking ever contemplate the death of your child as a way to ease your pain how can you sit there and say you don't understand what children with autism are like completely forgetting that a child doesn't even know what a child with autism is like that's their normal then you sit there and say i wonder why she ran away can you fucking blame the kid you fucking selfish cunt your heart is breaking all day long how could you have a child if you can't cope with the child this is awful selfish behavior from these parents and from Autism Speaks, exploiting this like it's some sort of awful, horrible thing. They act like they're demons in their house instead of children who need love and affection. These moms in Autism Speaks especially makes it sound like it's horrible for the parents completely forgetting what the fucking child has to go through. What disgusting fucking advertising and disgusting yep. fucking people they have in this video. An article from the Odyssey lays out these points. Why? For the why I like focus Sinatra. of space conservation. I will put the link to the Odyssey in the description, and they have their sources for their article in their article. I'm trying to retain the attention of the viewer here, so I'm going straight for number one and number two. The rest you can read on your own. Autistic individuals do not like Autism Speaks. This by far is the most important item on the list. Before considering any nonprofit organization, it is important to ensure that they are effective effectively serving and supporting the community they seek to serve. If the majority of people with autism do not feel as though Autism Speaks adequately represents them or their needs, it means Autism Speaks does not adequately represent or serve a majority of them. Therefore, this organization does not fulfill its purposes, period. 
as you can tell from those advertisements I just played, how would you feel if you were an autistic person, high-functioning autistic, or even low-functioning autistic that can understand the world around them? How would you feel if you saw that on television, that that's how these people portray you? Number two, Autism Speaks caters to parents of children with autism rather than the children themselves. Autism Speaks remains successful despite the lack of support from people with autism because it caters to the parents of children with autism. I'm not saying helping families with autistic children is not necessarily important, but if Autism Speaks only focuses on programming for the parents, it abandons the children who are certainly in equal, if not more need of Autism Speaks' help. In addition, the children are not aware of the problematic nature of Autism Speaks for obvious reasons, but the parents are also not necessarily aware of the problematic nature of Autism Speaks because they are new to the community. This means those who are most supportive of the organization are those who are not educated on the issue. Does it sound familiar? Especially considering that. Sounds exactly like the bears, huh? Well, and I, and I, and it's interesting that you bring that he brings this up because I will tell you as someone with cerebral palsy, all the literature regarding cerebral palsy is all about pediatric, uh, you know, cerebral palsy, children's, uh, cerebral palsy. But like in terms of like resources for adults, uh, sorry, you're on, you're on your own, you know, which is, yeah, no, your, your face isn't selling shit, Sam. You got to get them babies in there. Yeah, no, I love babies. Yeah. But you know, the thing that is, is babies grow up to become adults and then, and then what? Yeah. But then you're, you're just an old mud at the pound. Everybody loves puppies. Nobody wants the smelly ass fucking mutt that's 14 years old and missing a leg hobbling around all scruffy mange nobody wants that shit everybody wants the puppies well we well we adopted uh we adopted we adopted a couple of old dogs so they're no longer with people not you so people people are stupid like people people just flock to whatever they're told to flock to oh yeah if but yeah that's 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 one of the interesting things about autism speaks is if people don't people don't get deep into autism speaks they come in they go to a few things they realize that it's full of shit and then they walk away and so all of the people who are enthusiastic and supporting of autism speaks are all people that are new bears and they're just buying into all the bullshit until until they become gammas and they leave the fucking organization yep Autism Speaks claims to increase education about autism. On top of that, many families turn to Autism Speaks for education and will only receive the problematic representation of what it is truly like to be autistic that the organization provides. Their scare tactics help keep families grateful for their services and encourage them to continue to use their services. This problematic representation will affect the way these families raise their children, which in turn could increase stigma. I think anyone should be suspicious of an organization that takes in support from vulnerable families but cannot keep the less vulnerable families or more informed members of the community. There's a list a mile long why you shouldn't support Autism Speaks, whether it's a lack of autistic people on their board of directors or at all their gross misuse of donations for salaries and advertising rather than grants and donations to families the recommendation of the judge rodenberg center which used electroshock therapy in 2012 as a way to possibly cure symptoms of autism their search to end autism 
by any means necessary, which was changed after they received backlash from it. Their disgusting ads like I played before, such as I Am Autism and Everyday Autism, which focuses on the parents instead of the children. As usual, all the links I used in this video will be in the description. A special thank you to one of my patrons and one of my good friends, Raz, for sending me this and doing a lot of the research for me. This is something people need to know. There are other ways to help children with autism. If you donate to Autism Speaks, try donating to your local school district because they do more than any organization could against autism, at least in my experience, they do. Autism is not some demon in your child like these parents make it say. That's disgusting and horrible marketing and awful for Autism Speaks to make it sound that way. It's the children who have to live their life with the autism, not the parents. Remember that. Could you imagine being a child or an adult with autism and seeing these ads and the way it makes them look? Remember, that's where more than half of their money goes. Anyway, sorry to be a Debbie Downer. This, is, this has been a, a very important video to me. Uh, let me know what you guys think, okay? Yep, and... Uh... Uh, you know, and it, and it is a reversal. It's because, because it's, it's not a disease. It's damage that's done to your brain. And so you're never going to cure it. You, you want to cure it? Hey, hey, government, you want to cure autism? How about stopping the fucking vast amount of chemicals that you put in children from the time they're fucking born until they're three? How about that? How about you stop shoving every fucking chemical you can think of? How about how about not overloading them with fucking mercury and shit like that in these fucking shots? Did you know that? They bond, uh, the DTAP and the MMR, they bond it with mercury, which is what everybody is believing is causing this, that there's a genetic switch. Uh, that if, if, if you have that genetic component, the, uh, mercury, uh, causes the damage to the brain, causes the seizures and stuff like that. How about you stop fucking filling people with goddamn vaccines? They, How about that? They do the same with the flu vaccine too. I mean, yep. and that, you know, another reason why I won't, why I won't take it. So that's how you cure it. But the parents aren't curing it. Autism Speaks not going to fucking cure it. Once it's done, it's done. you got to try to get them and reverse the damage as much as you can. In f well, in fact, wasn't Autism Speaks like one of those organizations that was like trying to do the, oh, Jenny McCarthy is crazy and vaccines don't cause. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. I don't know that for a fact but jenny mccarthy jenny mccarthy was the way that she was because she had a son and everybody tried to everybody tried to paint her as this fucking weird person because she blamed vaccinations like every other fucking major i appreciated the fact that she came out and put her ass on the line for it because nobody will allow you to talk about it nobody talks about this shit and if you do talk about it, you get called crazy, you get told you're fucking weird, you get told that, that you don't know what you're talking about by a bunch of people who have absolutely no fucking clue what they're talking about. I've got Vaxxed 1 and Vaxxed 2. If I ever create an Odyssey channel, we're going through both of them. But I've got them downloaded, sitting on my fucking hard drive, waiting to, to run through both of them. If you haven't watched Vaxxed and Vaxxed 
two, you need to watch it. So you can find uh, you can find it on YouTube uh, and watch it before they take it down. But usually it can stay up for a day or so before they take it down. But I, I recommend going and watching both of them and fucking see what's happening that you don't get a view of. Because if you're not in the community and you don't have a child that's dealing with it, then you don't you're generally not around other people who have children that are in that same situation because we all run in social circles. And so, so when, when something like that happens, you start running into other parents who have had that happen. You start talking to other parents online that have had that happen to their kids. And you start to find out that this thing that you thought was some fringe on the outside, on the borders of shit, you start finding out that there are a lot of people this shit's happened to. And there are a lot of people who attribute it to the thing that everybody calls fringe and fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, and so when somebody finally does step out that has a name and has some type of notoriety, and granted, it's it's not the greatest fucking name or notoriety in the world, but when somebody steps up on a national fucking stage and says, look, this is what I encountered, and this is why it is, and I'm going to show for everybody who doesn't have a fucking voice in this shit, I'm going to show it. And they took her down, too. They took her down just like they do everybody else because it's fucking money. I think about this. They look look at look at just this fucking COVID vaccine. You are talking about a company who is literally having seven billion people. Um, is that what is that what we have on this earth now? Seven billion people? They are trying to get it to where every single year they are having governments of the world buy seven billion billion vaccines at 30 bucks a pop at the lowest estimate i've ever seen yeah that's a lot of fucking money every single year yeah and and for some and for something that has a 97 percent higher than that even 97 percent tried 99.96 or something like that yeah the yeah, the the uh, I mean survival rate for COVID is fucking just astronomical. <laughs> the uh, the the out the outrage over this. Uh, I mean, like I remember when mad cow disease was you know a thing as a kid, but people did people didn't even freak out over Ebola this bad ebola was the one thing that scared me but you know i've well thr is a thr is a hospital in texas uh it's uh texas health resources and uh they had the only case of ebola um and it was it was it was in the hospital district that that i'm i'm involved in it was it was thr that had it and yet, and yet, and yet, we never had a national lockdown. Well, yeah, because it it wasn't as transmissible as COVID, even though people get it and their wives don't and their kids don't. But it's so transmissible, dude. My son, my son gets the flu at school, and he comes home, and every single one of us go down one by one by one. By the time he gets better, I get sick. By the time I get better, the spirit animal gets sick. And and it just goes all the way through the entire family. And you're telling me that it, it, 
that that you could get COVID, but your wife and your kids don't get it? Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah, it, it, it's not as transmissible as the flu. I don't give a fuck what you tell me because if you can hug and kiss on your kids and your wife and they don't get it, there is a fucking problem if, if you think it's more transmissible than the flu. Well, Semper, the the flu doesn't exist anymore. I, did you not get the me- did you not get the uh, approved memo on that? The 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 flu. I'll ask you the same question I asked Winning TV. Have you ever been tested for the flu? Mm, no, no, no. Has I mean, has anyone you know ever been tested from the flu or for the flu? No, but. It's just like porn, you know, when you, you know, when you see it, or in this case, when you feel, here's the thing, look at the infection rate for the flu on a yearly basis outside of this COVID stuff. Go back to 2018, 2017, 2019, and look at the flu infection. They have flu infections, hospitalizations, and deaths. Yet I still can't find a single fucking person who got tested for the flu. So that doesn't mean that it's not there. Obviously, it's there. But most people don't go to the fucking hospital to get tested for the flu. So if if they made a mandate that you had to be tested from the flu, we would have hundreds of millions of fucking positive uh, 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 influence of positive people every single fucking year. And by the way, if you're getting tested... Then when you go into the hospital and you have an issue with your heart, they would test you for influenza. And then if you got admitted for your heart problem and you tested positive for influenza, then you would be a case that is a that is a influenza case. You were admitted with influenza. There is a huge difference between with COVID and from COVID. Those are two completely different fucking things. And so if you, if we were to test the way that they test COVID and we were to, 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 to record our hospitalizations the way they did with COVID and we were to record our deaths for influenza the way they did with COVID, COVID wouldn't be a blip on that fucking radar. But you're going to tell me that COVID is more transmissible than the flu. You're full of shit. Well, the other thing, too, is the common cold is technically a coronavirus. Yes, it is. And one of the thing, one of the things that it's I... It's not technically a, a coronavirus. It is a coronavirus. Yeah, it, it is. And one of the things that I actually got flagged... So, there are a couple of videos of mine that got flagged and taken down last year. One of them was when I read a scientific article stating that the common cold was a coronavirus. Okay? The other video that got taken down, I shit you not, was a simple parody video that I did where I had a, uh, where I had like a can of coronavirus, corona, and a can of Guinness, and I said I prefer the, I prefer the Guinness virus over the coronavirus. It was a, it was a real dumb dad type joke, but yet that got taken down for misinformation. Yeah. It's a- well, there was, and, and that's what I think I got hit in with too. 
um, they they made some tweak to one of their algorithms to search for certain things, and everybody started getting just slammed by this algorithm uh, and older shit when they were when they were running it on the older stuff. So there was about a two week period where everybody was just getting popped for medical misinformation. Because like I said, what I said last night is far worse than what I said on the I will uh the hill I will or hill I'll die on um stream that I did. And that one got popped and this one this one's just fine. So I think that was a change to their algorithm that fucked everybody. Because I put my appeal in for that and the strike went off my channel and they never addressed the appeal. Because I think it was I think it was was I think it was a change to an algorithm. Yeah. Um, you know, now all those people that got, you know, uh, struck for saying that the virus came from China, uh, turns out, you know, those people are right. Yeah, they're right. So, But, but that happens all the time. Everything we say, it ends up turning out that it's right. Which is why it's like, it's like, it's, I tell people all the time, like, yeah, I can, I can point to you so many fucking things that they've gotten wrong. And the crazy thing is, is I don't have access to their data. I don't have access to their information. I don't have access to, uh, the, the documents that they, they have. I don't have access to the labs that they have, but we sit down here and use simple logic to say, this is how a subversive government would try to take freedom from people. This is what we saw in 2001 when they were going to do this. And so here's the direction it's going to go. You're going to find out this, you're going to find out that they're going to turn around and say that, yeah, once, once enough people get vaxxed, they're going to say, you still have to wear your fucking mask. Uh, the vaccines are going to start injuring people. The vaccines are going to start uh, causing problems like Bell's palsy and Mar- Mar- We're saying all this shit. You have no idea what medical shit is going to happen. There's long-term effects. There's short-term effects. And at every single fucking step, everything we've said has 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 come to pass. Right. And they still look at you like you're the fucking crazy person. Meanwhile, everything Fauci has said has pretty much been proven wrong. But hey, he's the medical expert, right? Well, how many times do you have to fucking be wrong and how many times do I have to be right unless it's all bullshit and you're doing it for a different reason? You guys aren't that stupid. Okay? It, 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 you you get into this mindset where you think they're all stupid. These are these are people who have unlimited access to analytics that I would only dream of being able to have access to with the best analytic minds on the planet looking at this stuff. They know exactly what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, where it's going to happen, and them getting up and going, oh, do 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 mask, no mask. <laughs> they want you to think they're stupid. And you know what? When I go to court, because because I if I, if if I don't get this religious exemption, I go to court. I want the organization I work for to think I'm fucking dumb. I want them to think I'm stupid because then they'll underestimate what I'm capable of. And that's exactly why you have your Pelosi's and you have your fucking Greens and you have your Boberts 
and you have all of these fucking people that just walk around, your AOCs and your Feinsteins. Oh, look at me. Oh, I'm just a fucking dummy. Because then you will underestimate what they're doing. And you and, and, and by the time you realize that they know exactly what they're doing, it's too fucking late. Yeah. And you can't stop it because you underestimated them like a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, people people underestimate I mean, even you know, even with like locals like Owen, people you know, people underestimated him. But you know, like he's not he's not one forty seven IQ, but he you know, he he knows what he knows what he is doing in terms of the grift. His handlers know what they're doing. His handlers know what they're doing. If you haven't noticed, Owen never left Hollywood. He's got somebody that runs all of his technical stuff, all of his money stuff, all of his uh, uh, prep stuff. He 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 goes to other streamers and steals their shit for his show prep. He's got a wife that takes care of all of his financials. He doesn't do shit, and he admits it. He's 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 a Hollywood starlet that has handlers to do all of their shit. And if one of those fucking people decided to take all he has and walk away, they, they, he wouldn't know it until it's gone because he doesn't do shit. He can't fire up a live stream on his own. He can't set that shit up. If he were doing it to multiple areas, he wouldn't be able to fire it up on Restream and connect it to his YouTube and shit like that. He doesn't know any of that. He doesn't even know how to fucking unban people. Right. Well, my point does all that shit for him. Well, my point in bringing him up, though, is there must be several others, you know, like him. He's obviously the one that we know. We know, like all all these, uh, you know, tick, all these TikTokers that are promoting, you know, the vax. Now they obviously have ha- have handlers, at least the big, at least the big ones. No, what they what they have is they they have an understanding of how to to capitalize on incentive programs. So they understand, like everyone understands, I understand it too. If I decided to change my tune and and pick up one of these fucking lanes and go up this lane, you know, I would know what to say and what not to say and what to do and what not to do to, to easily go up that lane. You don't have to be in on it to serve them. You can serve yourself, but as long as you understand how to climb that ladder or you have a company that is in charge of your commercial getting you sponsors in charge of promotion as long as you have something like that and you have some bit of talent then they'll send you up the problem is is you have to sell your your own fucking belief system out to stay in that lane if somebody comes up to you and says hey simper you can't fucking say that what you said yesterday you can't say you need to come out today and apologize and if i don't come out today and apologize then i lose everything so the question is do i do i apologize and can you continue to keep what i have or do i stand there and hold on to what i believe is right and wrong and 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 lose everything and that's not a hard decision to make. It, it, it just really depends on whether your soul is intact or it's not. 
And what they do is they vet people out at this level to find out whether they will play the fucking game. And then as they go up, they keep vetting people out. The higher you get, the more scrutinized you are. And the more scrutinized you are, the more you have to stay in line. And at some point, you're going to drop out or you're going to get to the very top where you literally can't take one step to the left or one step to the right without fucking permission. And they're not in on it. They just understand, oh, well, if I want to continue to make money and I want to continue to be promoted, I can't talk about this. Even though it's something that I believe, even though, you know, I want to talk about, I can't say this or I can't say this word or I can't say something because otherwise these people who are promoting me will stop. I have to agree with them. That's kind of like, there, there's this old, uh, there's this old movie it's probably like 24 years old now called uh called wag the dog that is pretty much like all about media Just recommended it today it was it was actually it's a movie it's a movie that uh stanley kubrick uh made to a uh show the uh uh, he he put some. Uh, that was I think the last movie Stanley Kubrick made before he died. Um, but yeah, it was a movie that was designed to show people how basically how Kosovo and um, and how the Gulf War happened. It's a great movie. Oh yeah, it it is, and I mean. Yeah, there, there's the thing that was amazing for me to watch was just how afraid everyone became of, of COVID over overnight. One day I'm I'm attending you know classes and everything thing, things normal. The next day they're literally shutting everything down overnight because they have 50 years of litmus tests on how to uh, how to direct people's minds look look that that's why everybody everybody likes to take the mandela effect and say oh it's time travelers no the mandela effect is them testing to see how how fast can we change the mass collective's memory of something so so say for luke i am your father right he never said that he just said i am your father um but you can get Clip after clip after clip after clip of celebrities being on on talk shows and news and different commercials and stuff where people are going, Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. So when you think back to the movie, you remember it being Luke, I am your father because of the fact that they've drilled that subliminally in your head. And so they're doing all of these different litmus tests. Can we make a building appear that didn't appear before you know can we can we uh uh can we make people believe a certain line like like can we make them believe that it, it was hello clarice instead of just good morning can we make people can we change can we use mass media to change people's perception of the past can we gaslight people and oh. and all of that mandela effect was was a litmus test just getting to the point where they become more and more and more and more and more efficient at gaslighting. And now they're really fucking good at it. 
And they can also they can also change their minds on a whim and then say, oh, no, I I never said that. I mean, I got into an argument with someone the other day because I brought up the fact that Fauci that Fauci originally said that wearing masks would not be helpful. And someone said, oh, he never said that. And it took me a while, but I found the fucking clip of him saying that masks doesn't matter. They're still not going to believe you. And that's how it works. But that's, I, I, honest to God, I believe that's what the Mandela effect was. Was was uh, just basically doing different scenarios and different controlled uh, testing to see if they could get people to remember something differently in mass. It's mass, it, 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 oh, let's get all crazy. It's mass mind control. It, it, but, but mind control is a bad word. So what it is, is it is a, it is a test to get people to remember historical events differently than what they saw with their own fucking eyes. Yeah. And then and then what do you do? You make every single piece of media and everybody who's in a fucking lane of influencers turn around and say it's time traveling. It's time traveling. Oh, they're time travelers. Oh, it's aliens. So that way, anybody who talks about the Mandela effect ends up sounding like a fucking crazy person. And I and I have to think that there are conspiracy people that, that are that are proved kind of to make to make. <laughs> the last time I talked about the Mandela effect on stream, I had people in there go, "Oh, you're wrong. It's time traveling." Okay. I I've had I had some I had someone in in like an Odyssey chat room uh a couple of weeks weeks ago go the complete route that yeah, the vaccine, you know, is is actually like an alien technology to rewrite your genes for the aliens and it's like Okay, that's not. I bought. I saw that. I was cracking up about that. That it's 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 uh it's 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 modifying your DNA to make you a sufficient host for a symbiote alien to reside in. I I've, I I watched that. I've I've mentioned it several times on stream. I think it's fucking hilarious. But but, see but that... here's the thing. It's just as plausible as anything else at this point. Maybe, but also, if you think about it this way, that narrative is so far out. That narrative is so far out there. I, I personally don't believe it, but what I do believe is I, I think that, I think that narrative exists to say, oh, well, this is what this is what all anti-vaxxers. Yeah, but for believe. for me, it's not off limits at this point. With everything I've seen over the last few years, it's not off limits. Oh no. It's like, I've seen crazier shit. If you'd have told me two years ago, we'd be locking down people and force vaccine people and fucking beating the shit out of people who want to walk out of their house. I'd have laughed at you. So no, no, it's, it's not off limits at all. <laughs> no, I don't think it's probable, but it's, it's definitely nothing goes off the table. In- no, not, no, nothing is off limits. If, if a, if a UFO were to appear in, in you know, little green men wanted to come in, you know, come down, uh, that wouldn't surprise me at all. But what I'm saying and the, is... And the answer to that ghost is control of the media. 
because the media is what controls the government. Well, big money owns the media that controls the government. But Go what, ahead. But what I'm saying is they take the... Uh, they take like the most outrageous of the conspiracies, which may be plausible at this point, but they paint all of us in that, uh, you know, broad brushstroke. brushstroke. Well, there is the hollow, there is the hollow earth theory ghost, which is demons that live in the center of the earth that, that, uh, that are, that are going to, that, that can come out in interdimensional demons. So I, I, it it's just it's just all it's just all nothing is off limits I, you know i did that theoretical tuesday stuff for a long time and even with me going and pulling the craziest conspiracy theories i can find to weave into a fictional story of how how to take over the world even with that and i was going as balls out as i possibly could to find the most crazy uh, the to find the craziest things i could find i still wouldn't have I I wouldn't have even included something like that's happening now because I would have thought it would be too unbelievable to weave into my fictional story. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, the the saying "truth is stranger than fiction" really is is true now because it really it really is. We're not only we're living and right now with all the censor stuff. With all this, uh, you know, censorship stuff, we're living in 1984 on steroids. (laughs) I don't even think Orwell could have fathomed this. Neither, neither could Ray Bradbury. I mean, Bradbury got pretty close with everyone being on antidepressants and, you know, book burnings and big screen TVs, but you know even then no it's just it's just insane dude but hey it is 2 30 in the morning over in my neck of the woods there chief yeah it's yeah it's 3 30 and i'm and people are starting to crash here but yes so uh i am gonna get out of here i i appreciate you hanging out with me today oh i really appreciate you coming in and hanging out with me today too i i was I was going to message you, and then I kind of figured, well, he's he's probably already got plans, but I appreciate you popping in and picking up on my uh, mental telepathy, so. I was, I, was, uh, I, was on, I was on Winning TV stream uh, until about 10.30 my time, and then uh, when we got off of it, I looked down and I saw you were live. I was like, fuck that. I'm already in, I already got my shit open. I'm already on, on mic and cam and all that stuff. I was like, I might as well just kind of go over there and see if he wants me to come on. So, Oh, oh sure. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to plug before YouTube gets rid of? Uh, everybody in here knows where I am. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, Sipper Reloaded on every single major platform except for Odyssey. Actually, I'm on Odyssey. Uh, I synchronize all my streams over to Odyssey, which is actually kind of a cool feature. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, I'm on, I'm on Twitter. I'm on YouTube. I'm on Trovo for some fucking reason. Uh, I'm still on D live and I'm not a hundred percent sure why there's like three or four people that watch me on D live. So I keep it on just for that reason. Uh, but Twitter, Twitter and YouTube are my two main, uh, I'm on Twitch. So if, uh, it's us here, I'll, I'll post the link. Hold on. Let me grab my link. 
I I'm on Twitch too, but I I rarely use it. I would uh I would dig a set of uh I I I would like to cultivate my Twitch a little bit more cuz I do play video games and stuff like that. Um yeah, I play uh I play COD uh I play COD Mobile on occasion on yeah, Caretaker, if I did Theoretical Tuesday nowadays, it would get every single one of my channels nuked, even though it's a fictional story. Yeah, although, although, although shit, I mean... There you, you go, Ghost, that's my channel. I mean, you're, you're a good, you're a good story, you're a good storyteller, but shit, the, uh, the elites have outdone you with reality. You can't... You yeah, can't. no, you can't, you can't come up with this shit. Uh, so, uh, Ghost, if you want a suggestion from me, watch the watch the last one I did. Watch Fifties Fun, and then Not of This World. Those are those are the two they got me to spiral on. So I appreciate the sub. Thank you. Not of This World. Uh, I mean, I I was I was there for that one, and that was that was one of your most uh, intense ones. But I I, I enjoy those, especially. That's as... the one. That's the one I had to change the name of it because. Uh, because uh because i bailed like in the first 10 minutes of the first video i i just went off and and it just never stopped and so i went in and i changed the uh the name of it and then 50s fun uh there's about a there's about i would say 45 minutes to an hour uh worth of me just going fucking ballistic right in the middle of that stream so yeah that the, I don't know what's going on with my views, dude. I used to get on average anywhere between 200 and 250 views. And then for like the last year, uh, I've been averaging probably 150 to 200. It, it's, I don't know what happened. Like the more subs I get, the fewer views I get. It's really weird. That that's, that's been the same thing with, with me too is, uh, I mean the, the only thing that I really get, get views on anymore is the whole you know interesting enough the whole owen you know thing but like like i said i don't i don't like talking about owen so you know for some for some reason the uh you know the youtube gods will, will let me talk about that but if i want to talk about even afghanistan god forbid you know that's not going to show up. Yeah. So if you go back a year ago, I was averaging probably like 200 views a stream, uh, any way up to 200 views to 600. Um, like I've got my theoretical Tuesday for predictive programming is at 644. Uh, my gear up for war gents is at 664. And then there's just, uh, there was just this time where it just decided, okay, uh, we're just going to stick you between 100 and 150 views. And that's going to be it forever. Yeah. And that's kind of where I've been. Yeah, when I when I was when I was doing like early election stuff before COVID really hit, I was getting around like 500 you know views just doing just doing like reading the news type of stuff and then once COVID, you know, became a thing and I started talking about it, my uh my views just plummeted so now i bet i bet if i decided to um if i decided to do nothing but owen rant streams i bet i could get my views up but that's i'm not willing to do that yeah yeah no 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 neither am i 
Well, not well, not just that, but like, what is he doing anymore that would be worth that amount of time? It's not even. I don't know. Yeah, he's not even doing anything that's even interesting anymore. But anyway, um, well, I like I said, I appreciate you coming on. So, problem. All right. Well, I'll uh, catch you later, brother. All right. Thank you for coming on. All right. Have a good one. All right. And folks, that'll do it uh, for the show from my end as well. So I want to thank Semper Reloaded for once again uh, coming on and uh, joining us. And also I'd like to thank uh, Apex for popping in as well. And uh, from all of us here at NGC Studios, good night. God bless. God set the skate nation. God freedom legacy in that order. Be sure to follow me on all the social media links. Uh, down below and for the podcast listeners in the uh, show description as well and uh, I'll see you next time on the Whitfield Report Thanks for listening to the Whitfield Report on the NGC Network please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Report. Until next time, God bless, God save this great nation, and God, freedom, legacy, in that order. <laughs>